And let's do jazz hands, Joe. It's just going to be me and you doing jazz hands because, be yeah, we can't see we can't see Marco's jazz hands, but he's doing it. He's doing. Can we at least? Can you at least show us some jazz hands, Marco? Come on now. Okay, we got we one go. one hand. We got jazz hand going. We are live. We are live. This is episode, I believe it's uh, two eighteen of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host Hank Strange. Hope you got your big girl panties on. We're coming live to you from Gainesville, Florida, the Strange Media Studios. Joining us live tonight, we have. Uh, we, we get to see this logo here from Maryland. We got Marco from Gun Channel. Gun What's Channels. Up? He's What's with up, us. Gentlemen? What's going on? Welcome back to the show. Appreciate you. Uh, Marco's here before. I can't remember what episode number you were on, but, you know, it's always lively. Keeping it it's lively. Always. Yeah. The, from, the, from jokes the, will be, the jokes will be flying tonight. Yes. From the state of Maryland. We're going to talk a little bit about Maryland, D.C., if you don't mind. <laughs> we can do it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we've got Joe from 13C Gun Reviews. Hey. There he goes. Rocking the uh, keep calm and carry on, I guess. And, yeah. And, yeah, there you go. And Geisley, Geisley, in effect. <laughs> so what's up, gentlemen? How's your day going? Butter. Butter. Been exhausted. I got I got family from, from overseas in town, and all these people ever want to do is shop. Oh. <laughs> what? Coming to America. Don't they know we got extra taxes? Bro, but everything like everything's cheap. Well, it's funny because our like our dollar is pretty strong right now. Uh-huh. So and, and like they were telling me like in, like the last two years when they came, the dollar's gone up on them like twenty percent. No, for deals right now. But I mean, like I mean, like you're you're first generation American, so you know what it is like being an immigrant. Like you get family from overseas, all they want to do is like see the sights and shop, 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 shop. You know what I'm saying? They're here to drop bread. So yeah, I avoid I avoid family at all costs. Not. <laughs> the, the only family I know is my direct family, Lola and the boys. <laughs> Shit, I got way too many. <laughs> Everybody else, like, oh, I hide out, man. I hide out. Everyone else in my family is in New York. I'm hiding out. <laughs> they don't want to come into the boonies. <laughs> so nah, that's I'm the like, trick. That's the trick. If you're in New York City, they're going to come visit you all the time. Exactly. So, so all my family is like directly, like within like, I don't know, like a 30 minute radius, I guess. And it's a lot of us. Yeah. I don't know. Now, homie, don't play that. Hide out from those people. <laughs> now, nah, my family's good, though. I love my family. Yeah. So, what's up? What's up with you, Joe? Uh, not much, man. Again, rushing, rushing home to get get uh, home tonight to get to you guys. Thanks for having having me again. And um, I know we had uh, man. There's a ton of projects I'm working on right now. So, there's a lot of stuff out there. A uh, new video dropped yesterday on uh, man budget ARs and what do you get for a sub $500 rifle? Um, okay. Very cool. You know, that, so it looks like you, looks like you've done more work. Yeah. You've done that? more work to that. You've done more work to that rifle, I think. Right. No, no, this is uh, that Palmetto state armory PA 15. So the freedom upper in their oh. uh, MOE lower. So this is the Palmetto state one. This is a complete rifle. Um, but you know, under 500 bucks, I think on the sales, you get them for like damn near 450 bucks. Uh, delivered. So we did uh, reliability testing, accuracy testing. That video went live yesterday. Um, and the one you're thinking of is actually this one, which is complete now. And I just got sighted in. And this is what I've been waiting on the uh, Spikes Tactical uh, Sandbox build. This thing is very nice. Gorgeous. Um, it's got a Faxon barrel, a lot of Geisley internals. Uh, submission first tactical brake grip uh, stock here, and of course that Holosun Elite 
510C uh, with a green dot in there. Right. It is, it is, I'm digging the hell out of this, man. It looks I'm good. I'm really happy with how this turned out. Yeah, it looks great. Um, Muba said there's an echo. I don't know where that echo is coming off of. That's oh, probably me. Let me get my headphones up. Yeah, yeah. Someone throw in your headphones. Okay, so Marco Marco's going to get his headphones. While he's going to do that, real quick, I'll let you guys know what we're talking about tonight. Where uh, the the title of the show tonight is: Should we care about Stormy, Strock, or Superman? Now, you you guys might not completely understand some of what's going on there, so we might have to uh, break it down to you. Is it Strock, by the way? I think it's Strock, right? Right, Joe? Uh, I. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, I know who Superman is. I am missing the Stormy Straw. I, I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. So Stormy, Stormy, let's start there. Stormy is uh, Stormy Daniels. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. she's back in the news. I heard that name. Yeah, so she's back in the news. Um, I think she was at a strip club or something last night and got arrested. <laughs> so there you go. That went down. She, but she got arrested. I think they already dropped the charges. But you know how you know how the media goes. So that's in the news. Strock, that's the guy from the FBI. Remember, the guy who was sending the text about how they're going to stop Trump from becoming president. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's Strock. I, I thought you're like Stor- the Stormy Strock was like the person's name. Oh <laughs> no! Sorry, I, I totally misread that. I just yeah. like sat down and jumped in. I did no show prep or anything. I'm totally oh. flying by the seat of my pants. Totally good. Not far from what I'm doing. <laughs> I just jump into it myself. But um, yeah, so Strzok is that guy. And I think he was testifying up in Congress. You know, he was talking to Trey Gowdy today. So I think that was all, all over the news. And uh, Superman, the, the, the Superman thing is Henry Cavill got in some trouble. You know, Henry Cavill's the the current Superman, right? And a British guy, he got in trouble because he was saying that he's afraid to date because of hashtag me too. So I you don't want, I, go ahead. I, I guess I can see that, right? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to get into any hashtag me too. <laughs> I think it's funny how me too is all about how people feel, but then all of a sudden someone tells you how they feel and then they become a problem because they told you how they felt. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird what's going on in the world. <laughs> Let's talk about my feelings and not yours. Yeah, yeah. So it's some weird stuff going on in the world. I think we should care about it a little bit. I mean, you know. Well, I, mean, uh, I definitely think the Me Too movement, you know, has its purpose. I mean, like, I don't think, you know, I mean, I don't think everything could be Me Too. I was just watching a video earlier where, uh, you know, during the World Cup, a bunch of reporters are getting, like, kissed on the cheek. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a New Year's type of atmosphere where, like, people just walk up to the reporters and kiss them on the cheek. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we just had the Me Too movement. And I'm like... You know, but male reporters get like, and then they were showing clips of a bunch of male reporters getting getting kissed, and they were like, "Well, this is sexist because females get it more." So, yeah, whatever. It's, it's a weird thing that we're doing to ourselves. I thought I thought we were all about love. I thought it was all about love, free love, love everybody. No, we need more hippie drugs for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's lots of weird contradictions going on with the snowflakes. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Oh, they don't know. They come in. Are they going? <laughs> but uh, speaking of Superman, I, I remember one of my one of the lyrics. You know, like obviously, like you. Um, well, I don't know about Joe, but me and Hank. Hank obviously grew up in hip hop. Um, one of the uh, one of the lyrics that in hip hop that always stood out to me was from this low grade rapper that never really made it big. But one of his lyrics was, "Even Superman can fall off the saddle." And that mm-hmm. line stuck with me because it's like no matter like no matter how big of a public figure you are or who you are. 
you can fall off the saddle at any time. Yeah, and that's literally what happened to uh, Superman. Um, I'm trying to remember his name now. Uh, Christopher the, Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Yeah, he fell off yeah, the saddle. He fell off the saddle, broke his neck. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you remember who, what rapper was it? It was uh, MC Juice. This was this is all right. So you want to go back in the day? Okay, this, this is, is a Maryland rapper. No, actually, no. He's an LA uh, rapper. He, LA. An LA, LA or Chicago rapper. But the way how okay. I found out about him was mm-hmm. back when Napster was out and you have to used to download Eminem off of Napster. This is before he came out with Slim Shady EP. <laughs> so this is what, like 99, 98 uh-huh. maybe? Uh-huh. That's why I'm laughing. I remember those times. Exactly. So like you'd uh-huh. have to go, you'd have to go on the Napster and download like the Rap Olympics, you know, like all these rap battles that were going on in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. That was it. It, it, it was he, he was a battle rapper. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The Napster, the Napster was strong. Joe, are you into hip hop or do you know nothing about the hip hop? Um, I, I, I think a lot of my hip hop ended probably about 10 years ago. So prior to 10 years ago, I've got a decent enough knowledge. More recently, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's not really, not really. There's not a hell of a lot going on now. No, no, not really. There's a couple of things that I like or whatever. But it's all rap not, now. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not hip hop. It has no culture. And yeah. it's funny because now, now they all they want to do is talk about culture. Well, also, I noticed like back in the days, like, for example, female, the female uh, hip hop people, they would like do, you know, the girls would do some dancing and stuff like that. And I thought it was cool. But I noticed when I look at video clips of uh, Nicki Minaj, for example, she just stands there. She doesn't move around. I'm like, Lola, is is it like uh, medically not advised for her to move? Because what her <laughs> is her booty going to accidentally explode or something? <laughs> <laughs> an implant might slip yeah because usually she's just standing there and rapping and like then the dancers are moving around but she's not moving too much you know the, the silicone might slide out of place yeah i saw a clip from uh from the bet awards and uh she was on a horse or something and she still wasn't moving too i was like oh this booty might be in danger if there's too much pressure on this booty it might pop so Wait, she's pushing 40 now too right uh, i don't know really I think so. Uh, oh, damn. I see maybe maybe old age and silicone they don't mix. Maybe they don't mix. Who knows about that? So she maybe just got an update <laughs> procedure. She maybe just got a tuck procedure, got an update. Yeah, Joe's like uh Nicki Minaj. I don't know. I'm gonna have to Google that. I'm Googling that right now. <laughs> no, I no, I have I, I, I am familiar with Nicki Minaj. Oh, you know about yeah. the so that you know He's about got teenage Joe. kids. Yeah, 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 I do, I do. 11 and 13, so, you know, we... Mm, they shouldn't be listening to anything from Nicki Minaj. Mm-mm. No, probably not, no. You want to yeah. hear, hear some fucked up shit? So remember I told you I got family from from, uh, from fucking out of country? Mm-hmm. All right, I, I didn't post this on Instagram because I wasn't going to do it. I'll, I'll announce it on your show. Guess who the fuck got dragged out to a Taylor Swift concert last night? Not you. Fuck my life, <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor's fucking Swift. I, I bet you. I bet you. You were singing and dancing up in there. Not even, bro. Just don't lie, man. There, like, don't lie. Don't lie bro. Thank God, like this brand new like question and answer thing came out on Instagram on, on like the stories because I was literally reading everyone's question, everyone's answer because I had like five hours I needed to kill. Wow. Okay. So what was what was the age of that audience? I'm assuming all those kids well, she, were like 12, 13. My little baby cousin, she's fifteen now. Yeah, so they're, they're all like about her age. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Taylor Swift. I don't really know anything about Taylor Swift. I, 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 I don't. I don't. I just know. I just know her name. I don't know the fuck yeah. she is or any of her songs. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going to like the old school hip hop concerts, huh? 
How do you not know who Tay Tay is? No, I know I know the name Taylor Swift. I know she's a singer. Yeah, but I couldn't name you one of her songs. And like I, I yeah. remember like like after hearing them, like uh, I was like, oh, I never knew she's wait, wait, hold on. Like, I bet you I can come up with something. Uh, what was it? Look what you made me do. There you go. Is that oh, a song? No, the, the, the one that I know was so call me maybe because my goddaughter fucking played that shit to death. No, that's somebody else. The call me maybe? I swore that was her. No, that's uh yeah, see, Joe is an expert of this because I am, yes, I've actually got three daughters, so yes. this, this is totally all my uh, all my <laughs> uh, more so than the other. Yeah, so no, that's somebody else. That's uh, I, I want to say that's somebody who was like a one hit wonder or something. I it wasn't yeah. Taylor Swift though. Carly Ray, that's who it was. Yeah, there you yes. go. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just googled it. I'm lost in all of that. Lost in all of that. So. All right. So, you know what? Let's hit some of this new stuff. We'll, we'll get into some guns and things like that. Actually, you know what? I'm forgetting. I forgot to shout out people. So I'm going to go down real quick. Shout out everyone in the chat. Please hit the thumbs ups. OK, we appreciate you guys hitting the thumbs ups. Uh, the channel finally got monetized. That's a good thing. Congrats. Okay. Nice. Thank you. So this is monetized over here. Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. If you're watching this somewhere else, you know, this is the place to watch like now the full live podcasts where you see the video and everything that's going to go strictly on lifestyles of the locked and loaded maybe i'll throw some snippets up on hank strange and and things like that but you know it's a good thing good thing we got monetized but we need to get thumbs ups comments all that kind of stuff to keep it going here i'm going to shout out everyone in the chat if i miss if i miss you let me know and i'll make sure to shout you out i see e-rock the archangel joe carpenter richard hughes sdl storm spotter uh, Strange Media moderator Gerald Loafers, and let's see who else. Magnum Boys, Imposter, Michael Bender, All Thumbs, SoCal Gunner, Sergeant Poppy. Let's see who else we got in here. Uh, the Anku is in here as well. Uh, Bricks, shout out to Bricks, Armament and Axes, MW Tactical is also in here. Let's see who else we got. Special K. Uh, Chris Bullis, All Thumbs, Hamburger Helper, and uh, Moobut. Moobut is in here. <laughs> and uh, let's see, Watchdog, Gregory Bradley, Psycho360, Music Lover, I Shoot My AK Naked, says hello. Gunstreamer is in. Shout out to him. He was a guest uh, a couple days ago. We had Gunstreamer on the show. Um, shout out to Austin, also, uh, Jerry Woodman. And CB as well. I see um, Vanessa Kitty, Kenny Van Cleve. Uh, One Girl Gun says, what's up, peeps? So there you go. Uh, uh, let's see who else we got. Michael, Michael Pro, Greg98K, and Matt Morse. Yeah, I'm trying to Brock Humper, Ron and Ron. Uh, Charles Hasloth, DC2, Megaboost, Treadhead44. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people. I probably, uh, Hillbilly Nitro, Nightmares in here, Midnight Range, A8, BSC, Rabbit, uh, Rich White, Lupe Castillo, Zorro, um, CB, all those folks in there. If I miss someone, let me know. I see Rob D just came in. So there you go. All right. If, um, if anyone else needs a shout out, let me know. And we'll definitely do that. All right. So let's, you know what, let's start with, uh, can we start with the Stormy Daniels? Can we just start with the sexiness? Sure. You know, a little bit of sex in American life goes a long way, right? That's how we make the babies, Joe. You know about this. You made, you made plenty of babies. 
These things just happen, you know. Oh, the, the, comes, the babies, the babies are dropped off, and that's how it goes. Uh, what? Are you still? You're still on that one, huh? Is that your story? That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. So this this whole thing with Stormy Daniels that I think is funny. So now every damn thing that Stormy Daniels does, she's going to say that the Trump administration is trying to set her up. Right. So so I, I so I while we were talking here and you were doing shout outs, I read the uh, the story uh, and I went to a completely unbiased source, uh, NPR, and I read the story there. Mm-hmm. And, um, right. So. So apparently she would uh, people who were around the stage, she was just walking up to people, grabbing their heads and shoving them into her chest and shaking herself around. Free motorboats. Yes. So um, at at the same time, there were for an unrelated matter, there were four different uh, undercover vice agents who were there investigating something else. I I forget what the article said. They were investigating something else. They were there for another reason. They saw this happening. So they walked over to the stage and she wound up grabbing a couple of their heads and doing it to them <laughs> unsolicited, according yeah. to the agents. Yeah. So that's when they then arrested her and took her out for, you know, multiple violations there. But apparently, synopsis for everybody watching, is that uh, the lawyer is trying to get her out there or got her the charges dismissed because she doesn't regularly appear. There. Oh, okay. And so apparently it's like, I, I don't, I hate to use the word loophole in the law because I don't know where all that came, you know, all the reasoning for the way the law is worded, but that's how they got her out of it. Now, you would think someone who is a regular performer like that, even if that's not their regular performance location, would quote unquote know better than the law. But I mean, that's so, I mean, it, it's, it's not like they got her on. Something that wasn't, you know, a one-time little thing. Apparently, it was, you know, and then she did it to three undercover agents as well. So, yeah, she did it more than once, right? So, I mean, you know, because I don't know anything about strip clubs. I have never, ever in my life, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what strip clubs mean. Like, I thought maybe that's how the like fuck a were you in the music industry, bro? A, I'm totally lying, Marco. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, lying. I'm, trying, I'm trying to appear innocent. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, so basically, um, I guess in certain states, you cannot in a strip club, you cannot make contact. Is that well, what you it? know, like in some states and cities, like you can't get lap dances. Some of them, they got to do the pasties, you know, from from a slutty boy perspective that I am. Um, I, I, I thought she injured somebody. I thought she did, you know, like fell down the pole and did the splits on someone's crotch and like hurt them or like was shooting ping pongs out of her snatch and fucking poke somebody's mm-hmm. eye out or splashed hot wax on her and fucking got it on somebody else. I thought she hurt somebody, but yeah, I haven't not. seen, I haven't seen any of these shows. What I know for a fact is since all of this news, <laughs> since all of this news broke or whatever her whole thing with Trump, she's been making money touring all over the country doing shows. And I was, I yeah. was thinking she's famous so she doesn't really have to do that much in the show because everyone's going to go there just based on, oh, it's Stormy Daniels. I want to say she was here. She was up in Baltimore like early, early fucking summer, I want to say, like May, yeah. June. And were you, up like in, were you up in the strip club, Marco? Don't lie. Nah, Don't lie to us. Nah. Nah, I go to stadium, bro. Oh, okay. stadium keeps it popping. Oh, okay. Someone in Maryland has to tell me. I don't know. I mean, I've been to Maryland. Lola's from Maryland. I was just talking to her brother who's in Maryland. He uh, he just shout out shout out to uh, Lola's brother. 
<laughs> he just <laughs> he had his car parked in front of his house and a school bus came and crushed it. No, I know way. I'm laughing. I know I'm <laughs> laughing, but that seems like it's just funny to me. Nah, streets are nar- our streets are narrow as fuck down here, and I live at the bottom of, of a hill that kind of connects to a major thoroughfare, Connecticut Avenue. Uh-huh. And fucking like, bro, like literally, like I sit in my car. And like I can hear like you know, I'm warming up the car and like these cars zip right by. I, I know I know my car's gonna get smashed one day. Oh yeah, his car got totaled and um, but he wasn't in it. And then I guess they came, the police came and knocked on his door because the bus driver, the school bus driver, had to report it and all that. But he said it was totaled out. And uh, county, so so he'll get paid out. Yeah, I, but he said that the thing that happens is they're just gonna pay him for the value of the car. Then they don't have to do any more than that. Since he wasn't in there, because the county's kind of like protected, which I'm not surprised. Maryland, yeah, that's how it goes. But anyway, so so, <laughs> and I'm gonna talk. I'm, I have I have some stats from from uh, DC area that I want to talk about uh, somewhere here in the show. But so yeah, she's traveling around the country making money. I don't know how much money she's made yet. She might wind up in Forbes magazine. You know, she, she might get like a rapper fee. You know, like just a straight up appearance fee. Yeah, she might make a billion though. She might make a billion off of it. Nah. So, Vanessa, she write a book yet? <laughs> she write uh, a book yet? Uh, Joe, did she write a book? I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, I'm I'm not aware of her literary uh, prowess. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I only know the other. I I only know her back cover. <laughs> yeah. Vanessa Kitty says uh, Stormy Daniels was here in this town in uh, June 23rd. I think I think Vanessa Kitty is in Connecticut. I could be wrong. Um, so yeah, she's traveling all over the country. She's making money. She's making money. So she's, there you she's go. Traveling star. Yeah, and um, so she got arrested. I think they already dropped the charges because maybe they didn't really know who they were arresting. And no, then they were like they're dropping charges. I read that yeah. everywhere. The charges already dropped. Yeah. So maybe once they figured out that that out, they were like, damn, you know, this is going to be more uh, publicity than we really want. I, I mean, how do we know those uh, guys weren't just like hanging out in the strip club? Pulling an Axel Foley? Yeah, just, you know, or do you think it was really it was probably work? OK, I'll give it to them. It was work. But I think Stormy Daniels right now in America could get away with murder. That's what I believe. Well, I believe if she murdered someone, watched a lot too. So you, I mean, she can't be doing too much. She can't be like doing lines of coke on stage and shit like that. But but who's she being watched by? By everybody, social media, the news, everybody, everybody watching her. I mean, like everything, everything that she does, fucking makes headline news. Think about it. Like who, like who the fuck is she really, other than the, a girl who fucked Donald Trump? And she's on every major news network for getting arrested for the most minor of misdemeanor crimes and she's not even yeah. like the best stripper in the country so but that's i think that's good stuff for her i think she th- that's like publicity for her she's enjoying it but i think anything that happens because the first thing that her lawyer said is that this is the trump administration <laughs> but once again i mean like she can't purposely put anything out there so like i said like she can't do a line of coke while on stage and get away with it yeah you know yeah what I'm saying? so like stupid shit like that like I, guess, I, I think she, I think she could get away with it because she would say that the coke was planted by Trump. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of that. What do you, what do you think, Joe? Because I think if you get into a situation like this, man, everything anything that you do, you'd be like, you know what? I just ran that guy over. That was Trump's fault. Yeah, yeah. She's she she's going to claim everything is politically motivated at this point. Um, and and I, I I would not be. Um, I would not be surprised at all. You know. So it, no, not at all. Um, 
it, it, I would do it. I would do it I, if I was her. That's what I would do. Yeah, politically motivated. Yeah, the latter was the Russians. Yeah, you know. I think in a passive way, like what you say, makes sense. But in a direct way, like she can't, she can't be wild and out there. She, you know, she can't. Yeah, um, I think Bricks says um, we know. Like Bricks says, y'all know Trump put in a call to drop those charges. <laughs> See, that's the other thing. Like Trump doesn't probably want her at all to be in the news. Like, that's what that's the thing that I think, like, I, this is why I know that Trump didn't Trump didn't call someone in Ohio and go, listen, uh, do me a favor. If Stormy Daniels, wh- what did you call it? Um, motorboating. If Stormy Daniels motorboats anyone, <laughs> arrest her. Why? All, all that's going to happen is going to be, oh, Stormy Daniels, Trump's going to get brought up. Like, he's I don't even he's not even in the country. Right. You know, so I think that it's just a free pass like anything. Let me tell you something. Uh, however long we think Trump's going to be here. Right. So, you know, we could let's say 10 years from now, if Stormy Daniels gets arrested, she's going to blame it on Trump. Right. You know, and probably get away with it from, from doing it. The good thing that she has going for her is she didn't mess. with. Well, we don't know if she messed with Clinton or not. But if she if she did, she might be getting one of those accidental self not inflicted suicides <laughs> right <laughs> so huh no no i say nothing yeah uh richard hughes says yes hank does not know what motive no i don't know what i don't know what, what i did yeah like you said I, it wrong bro so you, uh, you well, how motor- am i supposed to say it so she can't motorboat anybody she oh. gets motorboated what <laughs> so like you know what a motorboat is right just turns up water I'm a, so right, you, stick your okay. face in, you stick your face in between the boobs oh, oh. and just bl- – you never seen uh, – what the fuck was that movie? Uh, no, I understand, no, look, I understand the action that's taking place, but you're, you're saying if the woman brings the dude into the boobage or anyone's face into the boobage, that's not motorboating? The dude is motorboating her. She's not motorboating yeah, but if she, Yeah, but if she touched that – they didn't arrest the guy. So if they arrested her, she was doing she was doing it. So <laughs> I, guess uh, I don't know. Technicality. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But no, I was going to say, if you know, so, since uh, Trump is the master negotiator, if uh, if he is the one that got the charges dropped, he's probably he probably just did it for for a makeup session. So he'll get a freebie out of it. Won't cost him 150 grand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, it's good. It's going to be it's going to be. I mean, I think she's got like a get out of jail free card. For the rest of forever. Every single thing that happens, man. You know, OJ, OJ is hoping to get that kind of card right now. Right. By the way, what happened? Does anyone know what the hell happened to OJ? OJ got out of jail and we never heard from him ever again. He's doing appearances still. He's doing oh. the Stormy Daniels store. Oh, okay. I, I thought, that. yeah, I haven't heard anything. OJ hasn't killed anyone. You know, he hasn't tried to get his stuff back from anyone. OJ He's not trying to... He's not trying to get caught up like Bill Cosby. He's, he's playing well. <laughs> yeah. He's being very quiet. OJ's being very quiet. Okay, so let's go on to the short guy. How yeah. about that? Let's talk about him. Okay, uh, Joe. <laughs> I know. I noticed Joe is avoiding the Stormy Daniels thing, which is fine. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's so much. There's so much. There's so much in the news right now. Yes. That, yes. Just like a. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's in the news? Do you want to talk about Stork or do you want to talk about something else that's in the news? Whatever you want to do. Uh, do, you, okay. do you want to talk for a second about something that just came across my news feed? Sure. Okay. Yes. What is it? So, um, you know, there's a big uh, anti 
basically anti-gun. It's not really anti-violence. It's anti-gun protests they had in Chicago. They shut down the interstate, and the state police and city of Chicago went along with it. Okay. Over the weekend, anyway. Um, so Flager had at least three armed uh, private security with him during during this event. At least oh, Flager. This is, this is that kid. No, 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 not David Hogg. Uh, Flager oh. is uh, is a uh, is a Catholic priest up here in Chicago, one of the bigger. I know who he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, you know. <clears throat> is he pro or anti-gun? Yeah, it's crazy anti-gun as you could possibly hope to get. Okay. Yeah. And um, so at every one of these events he goes to, he's always surrounded by a bunch of anti-gun uh, politicians and a bunch of armed cops as well as private security. So in this thing, he had at least three that we know of armed guards with him. And one of those armed guards got arrested for illegal, illegally carrying. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Justice. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the fault of the um, of the Trump White House setting it right. up. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there were other officers who were there that I guess weren't uh, weren't part of the politicians who were with them. Security details who uh, saw the gun in the printing, they didn't realize at first he was with their security. Um, and they stopped him and questioned him. That's when he said he was with the security. Like, all right, well, fine, you know, let's see your let's see your stuff. And, of course, he didn't have it. So allegedly, uh, and we'll just go with unnamed sources from uh, Second City Cop, mm-hmm. um, that Flager uh, himself and a ton of his parishioners and people called the 6th District, 6th, district quote non-stop for hours uh trying to get get uh him out of the arrest for illegally carrying a gun no way. Uh, hypocrites just yeah ridiculous. yeah that is that that is the height of hypocrisy right there um let's see vanessa kitty wants to know why did they not arrest people blocking the highway oh wow so um so it's a huge political grandstanding thing and in addition to the grandstanding, um, the the city of Chicago and uh, Rahm Emanuel, the mayor, basically was going to let them do it. The Indiana or the Illinois state police got involved as far as since it's on the interstate. And they negotiated basically a quasi thing between the state and the city of Chicago, saying that they would only shut down two lanes of the interstate. So that's all they were going to do. They're going to shut down two lanes of the interstate and leave the rest of it, the, the other outside three lanes open. Well, once the protest started, that wasn't enough for them, and they piled across the road. They shut the whole road down. And that's where it was. Of course, the governor's – yeah, the governor's freaking out, all the other things. So, I mean, it's, it, it's a bunch of political grandstanding is what it is, and nobody on the ground wanted to do anything. Yeah, it's Chicago. Well, well, I shouldn't say nobody on the ground wanted to do anything. There were there there were a lot of decent Illinois state police as well as decent Chicago cops who wanted to do something about it, but politically they were, you know, their hands were tied. They couldn't do anything. Yeah. Okay. And then um, let me see. Kiaski says, "Have we talked about the Academy Sports thing, where the manager was fired for stopping a guy from stealing guns and ammo?" I did pull that up. I was, I was going to bring that yeah. up later. So you, you, yeah, you want to talk about it now, Marco? No, I, I also have that on my screen, but let, let's talk about that. I'm actually outside here. smoking a cigarette right now. So oh, on the computer. Oh, damn it, man. <laughs> my bad, but I did see that. Like, I, I figured that, like, that would come up in the second hour of the show. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, ahead, like read, it off, read it off. Like, if you got it up. Let me see. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, Joe, do you want me to put this up for you or? 
I don't know if you this came across Joe's desk. What was that? Yeah. Um, here, I'll Hello. put this story. Oh, who was that? Hey. Hey, how you doing? How's everything? I heard you back there. Miss you guys. Miss you too. What's up? Yeah, she, yeah I, heard, I heard her back there. Uh, that's, I never heard her before. Uh-oh. So, okay. So it's just me here. All right. So. Um, I'm here. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I think Joe put, yeah, put us here too. Yeah, he, yeah. He's talking to Juanita. So there you go. I was. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, this is why. Look at that. Is that a little baby werewolf? What is that thing? <laughs> that is a cute little kitten uh, we got here. We had just, uh, let's just born. Just born? Yeah, yeah, just born. It's uh, a week and a half old, or I guess two weeks old. Two weeks. Oh, yeah, we, okay. one, of our, one of our, so we have a couple barn cats. One of them was too young. The vet said there's too young to be to be uh, spayed. So uh, they're like, bring, you know, bring it back in you know, X amount of months. Well, guess what? Yeah, it's a barn cat. Come on. <laughs> yeah. the rules a little bit. So, of course, you know, now that happens. So I'm going to bring her back as soon as she's, you know, you know, getting ready to go back outside and uh, say to the vet, well, is she, you know, she just had a bunch of kittens. Is she still too young? <laughs> so who's the cat person? Is it you or Juanita? So, you know, I was never a cat person until we had cats. Un until my wife, we got a cat, um, I don't know, years ago, uh, right after we first got married. And uh, Patrick Henry, the cat. And he was actually a really cool cat. So he turned me kind of into a cat person. Now, uh, living out here, and I'm, you know, probably where you are too, do you have outside cats? Um, I did. And then one of my dogs that I had, uh, she, <laughs> she scared or killed everything off. Ah, all right. So those well, cats, like my dog, you know, I had, I have my dog, I have now sailor, but I had this other dog mm -hmm. and I had to get rid of her because, you know, my neighbors don't have fences and their dogs are coming onto my property. I've got fences and everything, but mm -hmm. they have little baby chihuahuas that kept coming on my property. So she kept killing their asses. Ah, uh, yeah. So I had to like uh, give her to a friend of mine because the, um, you know, the pound, they came and told me that I would, that they would uh, take her if she kept killing these dogs that kept coming on my property. So I don't understand. But anyway, that's what happened with that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm, up here. I'm very anti-cat. Fuck cats. Yeah. <laughs> the corn and the soybeans, uh, we have to have cats outside in the barn uh, and outside, um, you, know, and, you know, and we take care of them, we get them their shots and stuff, but they're mostly feral outside cats. Because uh, otherwise, the, the you know the field mice and stuff like that, you we'd be overrun. There's no amount of baiting and other stuff you can do. You need an alpha predator out there to take care of those things. Yeah, um, cats are yeah, cats are um, great outside. Yeah, they're great for not like um, for all those uh, go what are they go for moles? Or, yeah, anything they'll take care of those little yeah. pocket moles and stuff. And yeah, pocket moles, I guess. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So I think it's great. I I. I I'm fine with cat being outside. I don't trust a cat, though. I'm with Marco on that one. Exactly. That, that, that's exactly like why I don't fuck with him, because I don't trust yeah. them. Yeah. I, I, even that little cat was looking at me funny. That yeah. little kitten. It, it, it probably knew. It probably knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get let's get to business here. Yes. So uh, I, I put a link up in our internal chat. The folks uh, here, I'm sure you guys have seen this. This one's from USA Today. Sporting goods store manager fired after tackling shoplifter who stole two guns. The manager of Tallahassee's Academy Sports was fired Tuesday after tackling a suspect accused of stealing a handgun last week. The suspect also allegedly threatened to shoot people. 
Dean Crouch, 32, was the store manager who stopped Jason White from leaving the uh, Mahan Drive store with a 40 caliber pistol from the firearms counter on June 29th. Academy has decided to, instead of treating him like a, the hero he is, they terminated his employment effective immediately because he put his hands on Mr. White, Crouch's uh, attorney, Ryan Hobbs said. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy ran out with the gun, a stolen backpack, five boxes of ammo and two magazines and threatened to kill people. I mean, this, this guy and I guess the other employee that helped him, and I would assume the other employee probably is going to be terminated, too. Right. Um, you know, they're, they're heroes. You know, I mean, they, they probably they probably saved somebody's life. And yeah. now, and, and, you know, God knows what kind of liability for, you know, the guy running out the door with this, you know, cause you know, whoever would yeah, get If you're stealing a gun from a store, you want to use it in a crime. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, how they're not, I mean, I can't imagine being, even if what he did was technically against policy, you know, put, put a, put a, put a note in his file, you know, some, how do you fire a guy like that for doing absolutely positively the right thing. I mean, it just, it blows my mind. Um, I think it's a money thing. I don't know if Marco wants to jump in. If you look at the, the mugshot of this guy, um, this guy's basically smiling in the mugshot. You know why? Because Academy does have gold teeth though. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like that's a gold teeth smile right there. Yeah. Yeah. He probably took him out, you know, but, but like what I was, so like what I was also reading uh, on this article was actually four hours earlier before he walked into the Academy, he had walked into Cash American Pawn and stolen a 380 and a 45 as well. So I don't know wow. if they recovered those uh, after like they took him into custody. But it seems like four hour early, four hours earlier, he had ganked two other yeah. guns from another shop. Yeah. yeah, this guy was planning on doing something bad. I mean, Tallahassee is not um, my my older son goes to school in Tallahassee. He's not there right now. But that's where he goes to school, and uh, it's not an easy going place like uh, like people think that it is. And um, if you're if you're looking at it from the outside, so I don't want people like that running around anywhere where you guys live, where I live. I don't want them running around, and I specifically don't want them running around a place that my uh, that my son goes to school. Right. So this guy did something good for us. The problem yeah. is, is that he's smiling and happy because he got tackled. And I guarantee you, he's going to get some kind of lawyer. He's going to lawyer up. They're going to be trying to sue Academy Sports. That's why they have this policy of just let people take whatever they want. But I still think the guy did the right thing, because if these guys went out there and killed someone, yeah. you know, to, to rob them, we can't pull that person's life back. Better to be fired. I don't think it's a cool thing. I think it's tough to live in Tallahassee. That's a huge blow to that guy's family yeah. to lose that job in in, uh, in Tallahassee. You know, but some other gun shop will pick him up, and it'll probably be a mom pop shop. He'll get paid better. It won't I mean he probably lose benefits? But you know what I'm saying? Like those yeah. those those chain stores, they always pay you like shit. Yeah, yeah. So here, here here's the quote from the uh, one of the officers' reports. The officer said, quote, he repeatedly said, I stole it and I admit to it. And, quote, I steal again when I get out of jail. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's no remorse there. He's uh, he, he's owning it. Yeah, that's uh, I think this guy did the right thing. I mean, 
you know, why are these guys stealing guns? They only want to do bad with the with these guns. I I just I mean, did he not see the sign? There's a there, there there's a waiting period. Is there there's a waiting period for handguns in Florida, isn't there? If you don't have a there is now. There is now. Yeah. If you if you don't have a um, concealed weapons permit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's mandatory you know. for everyone. It didn't used to be that way, um, you know, but it is now. And it's for everything, not just handguns. So before, it, it was that way for handguns before and not rifles. Now it's that way for everything. Obviously, so. if he would have known, he would have he would have, you know, taken it and waited there before running out of the store his three days. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, obviously this guy's trying to do something wrong and they're punishing. I think what we should do is not shop in Academy Sports, man. They don't deserve our... Um, yeah. No, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah, Will Killer Keller says, uh, find the nearest sinkhole, problem solved. I totally agree. I think we should dig a sinkhole to Mexico. You know, like where we... like. I think we can. we should get Elon Musk to make some kind of like sinkhole loop that you put people in that sinkhole and they loop out over the border into Mexico, but they can't come back. Let's see how that goes. See how, see how Mexico likes them. <laughs> yeah. See how much fun that is to, uh, to go into Mexico. Speaking of my, my brother-in-law, when I was talking to him, he was talking about how he was down in Mexico with his boys and his boys got pulled over by the police in Mexico and they wanted to get bribed. I think they wanted to get like uh, they wanted thirty thirty five dollars or something in a bribe. And his boys didn't feel like bribing them. So they got arrested. <laughs> Bro, like, you want to hear an interesting story? So my uh, what was it? It was my it was my senior graduation trip. Right. We had, we had just graduated high school and me and four buddies. We go down to Mexico like with the school trip. So there was like maybe like a dozen from our school, but like basically like, like everyone from the county was gone. So we get down there. It's our first night. Our plane got delayed by like three hours. We we're supposed to get there like midday. We didn't get there till like almost midnight. So by the time we check into our room, like at midnight, we just go in there. We drop our bags. We're like, fuck it. Let's go out and get drunk. Like right now, right now. Like, wait, you were in high school. You said, yeah, we're 18. Uh-huh. You can get drunk in Mexico at 18. So, oh, okay. All right. You know I get it. So, and, and you went to high school in Maryland. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Like, and yeah, your school trip was out to Mexico. Yeah. So okay. we were like, fuck it. Let's just go in there, toss our bags in there. Let's go get drunk right now. Like, we can't waste our first night. Like, why are we being sober on our first night? So let's get out there and get sloppy. So we get out there. We drink to like 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. We're coming back. And, you know, 18 years old, what do you do when you're drunk and you feel like you're invincible? You just start walking and peeing at the same time, right? So we walk, I'm walking down the street, <laughs> okay. you know, just, just neat, you know, swinging around, peeing, peeing down the street. And uh-huh. I, I, I don't know if he was a cop or a security guard, but I just feel someone just put their hands on my shoulder and start grabbing my hands and like, you know, cuffing me and shit. And I'm like, fuck. And I was like, well, thank God I can speak the language. Right. So I started talking to him in Spanish. He's like, man, you're getting arrested. Uh, he was like, what? He's like, when did you get here? I was like a few hours ago. He was like, man, you just got here. He's like, man, you're pissing in public. I, I got to take you in. And I'm like, nah, man, like there's got to be something we could do. Right. He's like, all right, give me give me all your money. And I was like, and literally I just got off the plane. So I had a pair of cargo shorts. So I had like a thousand dollars in one pocket and like a loose $20 bill in, in the other pocket. That was all my money for the whole trip. So luckily I just took my hand in the one pocket that had a 20 bucks. I was like, look, man, it's the end of the night. This is all I got. All my other money's back at the hotel. He took the 20 bucks and let me go. But I literally could have lost all my money or my entire trip. And I learned not to pee in public no more. <laughs> the expen- the almost expensive yeah. way. 
I don't know about you, Joe, but there's a lot to unpack in this story for Marco. <laughs> there, there, there is. It's it's a large suitcase <laughs> with a lot of a large piece of baggage with a lot inside. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. A lot. Uh, like Steadley says, what school vacations to Mexico? Let's start with that one. Yeah. No. So no. So like no. So what it is? It's like a. It's kind of like a travel agency. So like they hit up your school and they're like, okay, like students, do you want to go? It's like like I'm like each. each so this wasn't a, this wasn't a school. So this the you didn't have no. teachers with you. Oh, okay. No, no. So th- this is. I mean, because at that point, like they're expecting you to be 18. You know what I'm saying? So okay. it's just you know like a, it's like it's like a travel agency shows up at your school and like, okay, who wants yeah. to go to Mexico? But you're not going to tell us, you're not telling us what school in Maryland you went to. Oh, I went to Kreinstein. Is that the name of the school? No, nah, it's called it's called Albert Einstein High School, but everybody calls it Kreinstein. Oh, okay. Albert Einstein High School. Okay, I got to ask Lola if she knows about that. I think Lola she went to, what, what did what, Lola went to? She, what, went to but, BC, she went to BCC. Yeah. She was, uh, she was, she was privileged. Yeah, Bethesda, Chevy Chase. Well, that's what I was thinking. You went to one of those like hoity-toity nah. uh, rich high schools where the kids go to Mexico on vacation. Nah, nah. Like, <laughs> and they I get drunk and they pee all over the streets. <laughs> so what? May, like, there's probably like there's probably like a thousand kids in my graduating class. I think like a dozen of us went. Oh, okay. And what did your parents? What your parents say about this? They my were parents didn't pay for it. Oh, okay. But they knew you were going to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess my kids are sheltered because I would be hell no. You're not going to Mexico. Well, I mean, like, keep in mind, this is this is oh one. So this is like pre like cartel and shit. Uh, no, the cartel's always been well, up in Mexico, dude. Yeah, but I mean, one like you're going to Can- so th- this was before Cancun was like the murder capital of Mexico. This is this is like this is like when the but, Colombians were still yeah. like the big yeah 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 yeah. I've been yeah. I went out to uh, you know I've been out to Cancun. Cancun used to be safe. I don't think it's so safe anymore. It's the murder capital of Mexico now. Yeah, people still go. I'm telling you, my brother-in-law was there a couple of weeks ago and him and his boys didn't want to give up. The, I would I would give up that. Like I, the thing I told him was like 30, 35, 36 dollars. I'm giving that guy 40 bucks. <laughs> you know, let me go about my business. Yeah, no, so, he, was, he was about to take me for all my money for the entire trip. I would have been broke as fuck. Yeah. James Lawson said his high school senior trip went to Cancun. Uh, his ass went to MCRD San Diego. Uh, USMC boot camp. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So yeah, man, that's Mexico. Like people, I think Americans don't realize, and I know we're sidetracking from this Tallahassee story, which I think it's terrible. It's, it's a horrible thing to happen, but I think Americans don't realize until they go to another country and get jammed up and get into something and get arrested and they're in a foreign country, then they realize all the stuff that they're talking about America being horrible is just a little bit slightly inaccurate. You know? I've, I've almost been arrested in a couple of countries. <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's not a good look. It's not a good look. You don't you you don't want to get arrested in other countries. You don't usually walk away from that. And if all they're asking for is a bribe, give it I think all. give it to them and walk yeah. away. Yep. You know, see, thank you very much for helping me out to help you. Me, you're you're helping me help you. <laughs> Give them the money and get the hell out of that. And I know his friends were like, he, he told me his friends were like, yeah, um, you know, they thought they have rights and shit. <laughs> nah, definitely not. And then when they got to the precinct, uh, they were trying to bail them out. It's like, yeah, it's like 350 each now. 
<laughs> so that was looking like a real good deal when they when they got arrested. Just something for people to know. Okay, we got sidetracked from this thing in Tallahassee. Joe, what do you think about the the whole deal there? Uh, I am I am unfortunately I'm not surprised in today's in by corporate environment. At the same time, I am really saddened and distressed over it. I mean, you know, I, I feel horrible for the guy. I mean, you, know, you get see a picture of the guy's family here. Um, you know, yep. his, his wife, uh, you know, just just trying guys out there trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Has and, anyone uh, started a GoFundMe for him yet? Does anyone know this? I don't know if there is. I do not know, but I tell you, I'll, I'll don't, I'll donate a few bucks uh, to help this guy out. And, yeah. uh, I, gu- I guarantee you, like he has a job offers flying in like before yeah. Monday. I'm trying to see if there's like a GoFundMe or something like that. But if anyone knows about it, let me know. We'll put it up. We'll post yeah. it up somewhere. We should all help this sure, guy uh, out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a social media blitz against Academy. I mean, you, you just, you just can't. You just can't do this sort of thing. I mean, you're they're a the the population that they allegedly cater to, right? Just like Dick Sporting Goods, right? The population that they allegedly uh, cater to is, and I get Dick's is trying to move into the true sporting goods, non firearm side of things like freaking badminton and stuff. But mm-hmm. it it just it, it boggles my mind that they would that 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 they would even think at the corporate level that's a good idea. You, you would yep. think that. If they would do some kind of, I mean, if they had to do something to satisfy corporate policy, somebody up there would have been like, you know what, Don't, we're not going to fire this guy or demote him. We're just going to like put a letter in his file. We're going to administratively discipline him, you know, or something like that. If they had to do something, right, because they didn't want to set a precedence, but they wanted to, uh, you know, satisfy whatever alleged uh, legal issues or insurance issues that might allegedly be out there. You know, put a note in his file if you absolutely had to. But but it, but to do this, it's just it, it's just insult to injury. And um, you know, I, I I don't think we as a community should tolerate that at all. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know if there's anyone watching this that's in Tallahassee and whatever that knows a little bit more about what's going on here with this guy. I think it is terrible. He probably saved many lives out there. And you know, I hate to tell you guys this. There's, there's going to be a lot of people that don't care about this guy because it's, you know, they're like, oh, is this white guy? What's he trying? You know, he's trying to be the police and do all this kind of stuff. He probably saved several black lives as well. This is the thing what people don't realize. You know, these guys were getting those guns to do bad things. And the first place that unfortunately people, they go against their own people to do these bad things. And this is what people don't realize. It's you in know? their own community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy was gonna. These guys were gonna go out there and do some damage to their own people. And this guy did something about that and stopped that, right? Yeah. Like we're saying, he. This guy was just out there. Why were they? Why were they stealing all these guns? What were they up to? If they weren't gonna do it themselves, they were gonna be the middlemen to someone else doing it, who obviously is going this route to get a gun because they don't want to go the legal route or they cannot go the legal route. So. Yeah, um, that's that's a pretty terrible thing. I know um, lots of people wanted us to talk about that. So there you go. I think we got that one out of the way. We all agree got, it's terrible. I got one more topic for Joe. Maybe Joe sure. probably heard about this. Uh, sure. Joe, did you hear about the uh, Illinois judge that dropped his gun while exiting the courthouse? And now he's been <laughs> charged. And the funny thing is, so th- there's an actual Illinois law that states judges cannot bring guns into into whatever or authorized personnel. But because they're an authorized personnel, and even though they did break the law, 
the charge for a first-time offense is only 150 bucks. So someone who lives in a state where it's, it's a May issue and someone getting caught with a gun or, you know, a gun falling out of their pocket and being caught not car- well, carrying a gun when, when they're not supposed to, where in my state it's three years and this guy's looking at a $150 fine, that's the interesting part to me. Yeah, there are, there are so many oddities and carve-outs in the Illinois state law and at the city level as well. People, some people don't realize it, but like uh, the aldermen in Chicago, right? Uh, aldermen are like uh, city council people, basically, um, for lack of a better term, except for there's like 100 of them or something. I don't know, there's a ton of aldermen. Um, anyway, they're, you know, I think 98% Democrat, something like that. All, all, all of them basically rabidly anti-gun, but they have their own special law in Chicago that predates, I mean, it goes back like a long time, that predates everything else, uh, of, all, the, all the current carry laws in Illinois, where they can, where aldermen are treated like police officers and they can carry guns. So there's all these carve-outs for politicians. So, so those guys could carry guns, but a judge... Who might deal? Who might be dealing with violent offenders or people wanting to get revenge and stuff like that? That guy cannot protect himself. Not in a courthouse. I, I would have to see the law on that. I, I thought it was slightly different the way the law went, and his problem was he was actually outside of the courthouse when I. I no, he was exiting. He was exiting. He, he was, was exiting. Yeah, he was out. He was he was exiting, but he was outside when it happened, and his part of his protections didn't. I, I would have to look at the full law on that to see exactly what it was. Um, and unfortunately, I don't I don't want to speculate because there's a lot of differences between here in Indiana and across the state line in Illinois. So, yeah, I think that's um, that's another that's crazy. Yeah. Right. That's a crazy thing right there. I don't think um, I don't think that makes any kind of sense. But I mean, once again, yeah. you know. We know how that goes. We know how that goes. Uh, Steadly says, become a sworn LEO and carry everywhere all over the country. <laughs> Easier said than done. Like Shaq. Like Shaq. Like Shaq. <laughs> become Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, you know, I, I think there's, there's just so much crazy stuff. You know what I was just thinking? I, I don't want to go back to it, but let's go back to the story in Tallahassee. So basically now, all of these stores, not just here in Florida, but all over the country that have these policies, people can just walk in there and get free guns. Yeah. You know, think about that for a second. Unless there's a yeah. cop in the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you I mean, that. yeah. Like yeah. That, like, that's what you're hoping for. Yeah, that's the only way you're going to get protected. Otherwise, people can just come in there and get stuff and walk out. You can't do shit about it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's just really, you know, um, that's just really crazy. Uh, okay, so let's see what other new stuff. I did see that, by the way, when I was looking through Marco. I don't know where it went to. I was trying to find find it so we can look up the details on exactly what happened there. Um, so what, let's let's go to the Storch, Storch guy. Let's talk about that for a second. You know. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about what's going on with this guy, uh, Peter Strzok? This FBI guy that was texting how they were going to do something about Trump becoming president and all that kind of stuff seemed to have like a very stormy speaking, you know, stormy Daniels. I know. Don't want me to bring it back up. 
But uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, headlines on this. Sparks fly and FBI agent Trump's testimony. You know, FBI agent Peter Strzok passionately defends himself at fiery house hearing. You know, Strzok claims... Yeah, Strzok claims he still has top security clearance. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about that, Joe? What do you think about this guy? And he said, I, I know something I was watching. He said that he, he was still going after Trump, right? Yeah. He was saying yeah. how terrible Trump was and how deplorable and despicable. How about a dude that works for the FBI that's talking to his girlfriend? I think he was married. Uh, talking to his girlfriend late at night about uh political elections and how they can influence it. How terrible is that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's another one of those things where, you know, regardless of whether it was, if, if it was him against Trump or someone else against uh, Obama or what, whoever the president was, right? I mean, if, if you are in a position of trust like that, um, being politic, politically attacking someone else in that regard, simply for the sake of you don't like them. I mean, that is that is such an abuse of power. Um, it, 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 it's absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, like we said, you know, Stormy's trying to claim that, the, you know, she's being politically targeted. Well, here we have a clear case of somebody being, you know, using their power and position to politically target, you know, who was candidate and now President Trump. Um, it's just it, I have no idea how this is still uh, progressing and how action hasn't been taken against him for what has happened. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, here he was. I'm sorry. I don't know. There's like feedback there. OK, so Strzok was the FBI's top investigator on the probe into possible collusion with the Trump campaign and Russian government. During that time, he spoke critically of Trump calling the Republican an idiot and mocking his supporters. Um, he was removed from special counsel Robert Mueller's team in July 2017 after the discovery of his text exchanges. He currently works in the FBI's Human Resources Division. Okay. So it's funny. So, like, I, I actually watched this maybe, like, three different – because it was on all fucking oh, – I'm sorry. It was on all yeah. day. So yeah. it was on all day, and um, I, I probably caught, like, three different segments of 10 minutes, and both – and, like, twice he got fried. Like, he was – you know, he was getting – he was getting asked questions, and, like – or someone made a statement – it was and, and like and the, the guy was like I yield my time back to the you know rep or whoever you know how they speak, and um, and then he was trying he was like I would I would like to answer your question he was like I didn't and, he, and, and those and then the representative was like I never asked you a question there's nothing to respond to and he was just carrying him he was like I never asked you a question he was like well then and then he asked like I guess like the speaker or like the leader or whatever he was like uh, I would like to respond then and they didn't give him any time to respond they basically carried him, but. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I mean, I think I he was prepped. He was prepped for that whole thing, obviously. Yeah, but no, but like he, I mean, he got hammered. Like I saw him get hammered at least two or three times, mm -hmm. and you know, like he was definitely making smirks at the end and like facial like expressions, like yeah, yeah, like who's this or whatever. But um, I, I don't, I don't see. I understand why there's an investigation, but if 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 it's no, and, and so one of the questions, what I thought was really good was, uh, one of the representatives said. Uh, in criminal cases, when judges have a bias, they recuse themselves. So why do you think someone who is investigating someone shouldn't be held to the same standards as a judge and recuse themselves if you have a bias? Therefore, and, and, and this is the way I think, too, because if he did have a bias, then all of his work should be removed from, from the investigation. It's kind of like when you, you know, uh, I guess it's the fourth, like when you properly gather uh, evidence or whatever. 
If he was mm-hmm. biased the whole time, any evidence that he gathered gets thrown out and he should be fired. He should definitely yeah. be fired. But why this fuck boy is, I'm sorry, why this guy is in, uh, in front of Congress? You don't have to pull, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I, listen, so Mark, Marco's, Marco's a little fiery. Doesn't, doesn't bother me. I don't know. Does it bother you, uh, Joe? No, I'm just trying to get monetized. That's all. You, yeah. <laughs> you just got monetized. Yeah. It, it is your podcast. So I'm a grown man. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. No, I understand, man. You know, be be who you are. We're, we're, we've got no problem with that. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a little crazy what's going on and what's allowed to go on. And I mean, you and think about how much this actual, like his day in, in Congress testifying, like think about how much that costs. Is it really like you could have figured this out without a congressional like it's, this could have gone to normal court. You know what I'm saying? You figure it out. You find out what he did. You remove all of his evidence and you fire him from the FBI. Done. Yeah. But nothing's going the normal route anymore. And if this was anyone else's case. Right. It would obviously be um, tainted at this point. If this was yep. any other case out there to be tainted, mm-hmm. like how can you have these people investigating someone? And then we're surprised like it drags on and this thing's going on, that thing's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so John Dieter, um, John Dieter pledged 10 bucks to us. Thank you, John. We appreciate that. And uh, he wants us to talk about um, the city that canceled the March for Our Lives protest due to pro-gunner showing up. So I, I was looking that up. I don't know if here, let me see. I can share this article with you guys because John, I think, is onto something really good here. I'll put this in the chat. Um, so you guys could see it. And then I will also go in here for anyone who's in our chat who hasn't seen it. You guys could take a look at that. Hold on a sec. Is, are those the huge boys that, uh, that like you had on like the other day? Yeah, uh, these that's what I believe. So let's read it. A March for Our Lives event was canceled over concerns about a gun rights group. So what's happening here? Um, Survivors of the shooting in Parkland, Florida, were supposed to hold a town hall in Salt Lake City Saturday, but their host suddenly canceled over concerns of a contentious situation. A movie theater in Utah reversed its decision to host survivors of the Parkland, Florida mass uh, shooting during a nationwide tour because of concerns that the town hall could spark a contentious situation amid an ongoing back and forth between a gun rights group and March for Our Lives activists. <laughs> so... Um, on Wednesday, three days before the planned event, Larry H. Miller, Megaplex Theater, said in a statement that it had decided to cancel the gun reform rally, saying that the company had not been aware of the full context of the tour. So when this event was initially booked, the full context wasn't fully understood and now appears to be escalating into a potentially contentious situation where additional security will be required, the company said. So if you go on, you can go on and read this article um, so the theater group back, uh, backtracked on its plans to host the teens one day after the Salt Lake Tribune published a story chronicling the Utah gun exchange journey. The company, which uh, McLean calls Utah's version of the NRA and very well-organized machine, has been showing up at March for Our Lives events in a black armored vehicle with a massive gun on top, encouraging Second Amendment supporters to join them, including um, pushing people to attend the, uh, the Salt Lake City Town Hall. So basically, that is, um, that's Brian that we had on from HugeTube or Utah... Um, that what was it what was the group uh utah gun Gun exchange Exchange. yeah so dude is he's getting it done man he's getting it done yeah hell yeah (laughs) big props to him because i mean 
regardless, I mean, like, the event being canceled and it not even happening is, I guess, positive. Well, it's positive publicity for us. You know, in this case, no publicity for them is positive publicity for us. Yeah. So Vanessa Kitty wants to know if March for Life is anti-gun or pro-gun. They're anti-gun. Those are the kids that um, that whole thing got spawned out of what happened here in Florida. Um, and then these kids, you know, obviously these kids are very well funded and they've been going around. They've created they created a lot of damage in Florida and reversed people's rights here in Florida for what could be permanent, in my opinion. You know, I don't know if we'll actually be able to overturn it, but they did a lot of damage here. Um, so. Uh, Utah Gun Exchange and and Brian, I'm not sure how to, I think his name is Melchior or Mel, I should have asked him when he was on. So this is the guy that was on a few days ago and he was talking about how he was in New York City where they were, where this uh, March for Lives were protesting in New York City. He's basically following them around the country with his team and they're counter protesting them everywhere that they go. And that's what's going on here. We had him on. There's a clip, actually, that's out there where he's talking about how he got arrested in New York. Uh, I think it's a good thing. I don't think that event is totally canceled. I think they're going to try to move it somewhere and not have um, Brian find out where they're going to be. But I'm pretty sure he's still going to find out and he's going to wind up over there. It's in his backyard. Yeah, I mean, the numbers will be a lot less. Like, And I was going to ask you that question. Like, are they out of Salt Lake? So is that like his direct hometown? Uh, I know he's in Utah. Yeah, I know he's in Utah too. I yeah, know uh, Salt Lake itself. Yeah, so I'm not exactly sure, you know. And they're on the road. We would have to reach out to him to find out exactly what's going on there. But if you if you follow those guys, because he's chronicling everything, so I'm pretty sure he, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure he has something to to say about this. So what what do you think about this, Joe? I, I did, did. Did you guys see the vehicle? He was. I, I take it you guys saw the vehicle they drove, right? The Bearcat. Yeah. 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 That was just awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. It is. <laughs> if you haven't yeah. seen the vehicle, go check it out. It's a Bearcat with a mounted. Uh, what was mounted on the top of it? I don't remember what gun that was. Um, I have no idea. I know I can't that. Remember either. Yeah, I think that's in New York City. So I know they're saying in this article that he's driving around with that gun. I don't know if he put something else. I would build a paper mache gun and put it up there. I don't care. Right. Just, I, just spray paint the tip uh, orange. You'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they took it. I don't think he's gotten it back from New York City yet. So the they impounded vehicle itself, or they impounded the vehicle in New York City and they took the gun off. And I, he obviously has the vehicle back because he was driving it around when he was on our show. He was in the vehicle, but I don't think he had the gun back. This is something we would definitely have to check with him to find out. Um, so Florida Gun says it's usually topped with a replica machine gun that is propane powered. So it sounds like the real thing, but doesn't shoot bullets. We've seen that all, you know, we've seen things like that all over the place. So, you know, um, He's got to have a backup. He probably got it overnighted to him, like yeah. wherever he is on the road. Yeah, Dale Nichols says it's a 50 cal inert. Okay. Yeah. And then, yes, it's definitely a replica. I think <clears throat> he got into trouble in New York City because it didn't have the, it wasn't orange tip. There's some rule about that. That was the only thing they could probably use to go after him. If you look at the clip, he said that while he was in prison, while he was locked up, he could hear the cops outside talking about his Bearcat and taking pictures with it. Hmm. So you should just be happy to make it the Rikers. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, how far did you get? Did they did you get to a precinct? You know, um, I don't think he made it to like central booking or anything like that. So 
Um, but you know, good on him, man. I think he's being effective. Yeah, what he's doing out there. That's, you know, that's a great word to use. I mean, like he's actually affecting. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, Rodney Brady says, "Check, check, Queens, New York City via Florida." All right, I respect it. I'm I'm from Queens myself, Far Rockaway. So there you go. CB says, I've been to Rikers for work. <laughs> my dad my dad actually worked in Rikers for a little while. When he first started teaching in New York City, when you first start working at the Board of Ed, that's one of the places they assign you to Rikers. And he and he said that was like the most miserable thing that he ever did. You know, so. Um, and then Matt Davis says, wow, scary stuff. Arrested for making smiles. Right. So, and then Chris Gibson says, "Question off topic. Everything's off topic here. We're all, we're all off topic all the time." <laughs> um, thinking about a binary echo for my ten and a half inch uh, five. I'm not sure what that. You know, for his ten and a half inch five, but uh, home defense. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh, so he wants to know binary or echo. Do you guys have any opinions on that? Well, an echo is a binary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. But the, Frank, the, and he's yeah. talking about Franklin BFS. So. Yeah. The Franklin Armory one is called um, the binary trigger. And then the echo is a completely different thing. It's the same thing functionality wise, but different branding. Yeah. Um. I, my my only advice to you is that is that if you do go with the Franklin, don't put that stupid giant red sticker that they give you in the box. I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, now they do that for legal but, reasons. Right. Oh, of course, yeah, but but the Echo doesn't do that. I don't think I've, I haven't seen anyone do it on the Echo. But uh, I've seen a few people no. with the uh, Franklin one yeah, slap I, it I, on there. I, I'm like, why'd you do that? The Echo. What was that, Joe? I, I haven't seen any kind of stickers or anything for the Echo. I'm not aware of any. I don't know. I, I don't know why. I, and maybe it is reliability that that Franklin uh, does it. But yeah, for the Echo, I haven't seen any stickers or anything like that. Yeah, right. Um, so so I, I didn't uh, know but, Yeah. Also, by the way, opt out of gun control saying, no, it's not the same thing functionally. Okay. So it... it Okay, I guess that's uh, that's true. You could say it's not the same thing. It's not. They're a little different. I mean, yeah. the echo trigger has an actual, and I, I don't know what exactly is going on with the most current generation of the BFS, but um, I do know that uh, the echo has always had an actual physical uh, uh, device in there to prevent hammer follow, for example. So that was one thing that Fostech got yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah, the uh, echo. The echo is more complicated. It is. I, it is significantly yeah. more complicated. But, and I know you've run a bunch. I I don't own a uh, a Franklin system. I've run a bunch of them. Um, mm -hmm. I do have an echo trigger uh, in one of my ARs. I run it a lot, and uh, I absolutely love it. I mean, it's it 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 freaking it's it flies. It's awesome. Yeah. So here's um, what. So I mean, here's what I mean about it. If no, if someone's watching and they don't know what these things are at all. So basically, these kinds of triggers. When you pull the trigger, it fires, which is normal function, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And then when you release the trigger, it fires. And those are two completely 
this is like a whole debatable thing that we've talked about before. But um, up until something comes out of the ATF, the ATF said that those are two completely separate functions. Right. So you pull it, it fires. And that's one function of the gun. You release it, it fires. That's another function. It's not automatic. So both of those triggers do something in that same vein. Functionally, how they do it, it's different. Um, and, And the complications thereof. Go ahead. All right, so I've got the echo right here in this. I actually had it handy. So you've got uh, safe, fire, and an echo mode. You can get, get your third position. Obviously, I think I showed it already. But anyway, so you pull the trigger. We'll listen for the uh, hammer drop. Right? We heard it. We heard it fall. We're going to run it. Keep the trigger still back. We're going to let it go, and you'll hear the hammer fall again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it so gives that- you... Yeah, it gives you kind of that like rat-a-tat, you know, kind of um, thing. It's not it's not a machine gun or anything like that. No. Um, what I think about it, and you guys could tell me, I don't know which one you guys have shot, what you think about them. I think it depends on what you want to do with it and what gun you're putting it in. So for either one, they don't work in certain guns under certain situations. I think that the Franklin one is not a cassette style trigger. So it's more flexible in more situations. And with the, with the Fostec, it is cassette style. So it's easier to install, but therefore not as flexible in, in, um, in every single situation, but the situations where the Fostec can go in and work in the gun, I think it, it runs great. And it, it has these built-in things to uh, pr- to prevent all that kind of stuff. I think really the first gen, the first gens I like better. To be honest with you, I think the second gens got even more complicated, and that's another thing with it. But it depends really what you want to do with it. I'm sh- I'm showing you guys something here. Probably four, five, six hundred rounds ago, mm-hmm. my front trigger pin on this came out. Mm-hmm. It's still out. And it's been going for four or five hundred at least rounds without having to trigger. Yeah. But it's a, it's a cassette style trigger. I don't know if you can open it up and show what's in um, there, but that's, the, you know, I, I mean, am, is there a reason why you didn't put that? Oh, well, it's going to, yeah, you really can't, what you could see. You really can't tell. Yeah. It's cassette style, but that's what it is in there. Yeah. So in other words, it's all in one casing mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Um, just drop yeah. the plug. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'll be so like, what, I personally, I don't, like, I personally ran uh, both of them. I, I mean, I like my only advice to anybody is be weary of what state you live in. I mean, pretty much any state that was going to ban them has probably already banned them. So, if you're, like, if you're thinking about yeah. getting one, you know, you're probably you're probably safe on that. Um, I I really don't have much advice, but I will tell you that I have seen personally someone outrun the franklin armory one in person yeah, yeah you so can outrun like so Frank, you can definitely outrun the frank franklin armory i've done it before um the echo physically prevents you from overrunning it it actually retard it it prevents you from doing it the internal mechanisms i covered that i did a video on the echo i don't know a while ago it's on our channel yeah uh, run the hell out of it run drums with it, everything else you can't outrun it and it runs fast um, yeah. that, that's one of the reasons why I'm not a fan of the Franklin systems. Really. So, and here's the thing with that. It, it's, it, it's uh, like I found for me, it's my shooting style, right? So if when you shoot, you, um, you ride the reset. So in other words, you just let that trigger reset to wherever it clicks and then you could pull it again. If you're used to shooting like that, you are highly likely to over to outrun it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the situation. If you're the kind of person that pulls a trigger, you release it all the way and then pull it again, it's probably going to run better for you. So, um, you know, honestly, my thing about that, I think all of these things are good. It depends on what you want to put it into and all that kind of stuff. As Marco said, you got to think about whether or not it's legal. I think here in Florida, they want to make this thing illegal starting in October. I don't know if that's even constitutional and there's a whole bunch of different things going on there. It's all good. I think people can do these. If you want to build a fun gun, it's great. What you want to think about is, do you want this to be in your like everyday defense kind of gun? I don't know. That That is an excellent point. And that was something once we were done with the technical aspect I wanted to talk about is that, so, you know, you're, the, the nice thing about the Frank, the Echo, and I don't remember, I think the new Franklins, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if the new Franklins can do it or not. But on the Echo, um, you can actually uh, fire your first round, and instead of letting it go, you can put the safety on and release it, and it won't fire the second shot, uh, which is nice. But keep in mind, I, I don't know, under a stressful situation, if you shoot someone, are you once, let's say, or two or three times, whatever, and you're on that pullback and you don't want – you know, are you going to remember to put the safety on in that stressful situation if you don't want to fire the echo round or the whatever Franklin calls their binary second round? Um, that's the question. I don't I don't think I want to risk it in a home defense gun personally. I, I, I would. I mean, how likely is it you're going to need to fire any faster than you can normally pull the trigger anyway in a home defense situation? Right. I mean, you're I, I just I don't. I mean, there are practical applications for this over something like a bump stock. Absolutely. But I would not. I personally would not. And I do not run one in any of my home defense guns. Yeah. For that reason. I prefer I, I prefer it way over bump stock. And you know what? I like oh, the, yeah. the, the double oh, tap. Yeah. The double tap effect is something like it that you can get in a. Um, uh, what has double tap? OK, probably MP5. I think in uh, Chris Vectors, you can get that. You may want that. Right. Sometimes shooting, you might want to be able to do that. Hit that, you know, hit up the target twice or whatever. You better train for every single thing that you do. So there's actual guns where you can get, you know, where you have select fire that you can get that double tap. And that itself is not necessarily a bad thing because you you actually stay pretty accurate with it. But keep in mind, I mean, like I mean, like, you know, like what you're stating is. When you let go of the trigger, you know exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The fact, the fact here that you know what Joe's trying to say is, 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 is if someone's using it on, on in a self defense mode and mm-hmm. you still have the trigger back and you dumped half a mag, do you know if you're an odd round number? I mean, like because it's the first, second, or third that's really going to get you. Or I'm sorry, the first, third, fifth, or whatever odd number round that's going to get you. So if you can't mm-hmm. slap it on safety right then and there with the finger back, and let's say you you muzzle raise it and you know your kid's upstairs or you point it towards a window and it flies out. You, if you're shooting that Franklin, I guarantee you, like you're not counting your rounds. You know what I'm saying? You're or or, or whatever. You're not. You don't have a round count. And when you stop, you don't know where you are. Yeah, I don't know that you should be counting your rounds anyway in a real situation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like, no one's gonna do that. No, like, no one's gonna be able to tell you. Oh, I'm on my. I'm on an even round number right now. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to be able to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it takes a tremendous amount of training before you, I'm not trying to say it's the every, there's reasons for everything. So I think if you look, if you look at my videos that I've done on it, I've tested it on a, on a whole bunch of stuff. But for me personally, I would have those things in 22s 
because <laughs> that's money. That's the biggest thing that you have to think about with this. First of all, these triggers are more, uh, there's, exp- there's a, triggers are in the same price category. Like, you know, you've got some real upscale triggers or whatever, but these are typically more expensive than regular triggers. And then if you're shooting 223, 300 back, blackout, whatever, you, just be ready to spend a lot of money training yeah. and figuring that out. But it's a, t- it's a crap ton a mega crap ton of fun in a 22, man. Yeah. The cichlid rate. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I was just saying it's a ton of fun in a, in a, in a five, five, six too. I mean, yeah, it's fun, but you know, I mean, it depends on how you're paying the bills for the five, five, six. <laughs> sure. Sure. I, and I mean, I don't run it a lot, uh, but when I do, I enjoy it. I have fun with it. So. Yeah, that's true. Go ahead. What were you going to say, Marco? No, I was going to say, I mean, like, I, I've never ran it in a 22, but I'm, I'm assuming that the cyclic rate is actually going to be faster because it, it, it's a shorter throw for the bolt itself. Yeah. Opt out of gun control says he shoots his echoes with nine millimeter, five, seven, uh, 300 blackout, five, five, six. Um, let's all bear in mind, opt out of gun control is a baller. He's a baller. <laughs> You know, um, I treat I've had opted out of gun control shooting on the range with me, huh? I treat every 300 blackout round like gold. I really <laughs> wish, you know, I, I want to see a company like Wolf start cranking that stuff out for the same price they are. They're six, five Grendel. Yeah, that's exactly Listen, I, why I don't own one. Yeah, I think it's cool, too, in nine millimeters. I mean, like I was saying before, you know, you're you're putting depending on what you put it in, I think opt out because I know he shot with me before. I'm not sure. Well, no, he wouldn't have gotten the Scorpion one yet because it's just coming out now. I think you can uh, make pre-orders on the Scorpion trigger. I think that's a cool that's a cool uh, place for that trigger. Um, Only Franklin Armory has the the uh, the um, CZ Scorpion trigger so far. That's pretty badass, right? Because that's down in like a little, that puts it in subgun category, you know. Yeah. No. You know, so when you can, when you imagine that, like uh, you can suppress a scorpion, you got that trigger in there, nine millimeter. Uh, that's just that's pretty cool, and uh, we have some videos out on that. And then, uh, fr- um, let's see, I'm getting. And they also got like the new super short scorpion too, right? Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, uh, shot one of those yet, but, um, Fostec has, what is it that Fostec has, Joe? I think they, they built one for, okay. I know they did AK. I'm trying to think, what was the other gun that Fostec built? Uh, trigger? I don't know. I have to look it up. I don't remember. Um, wait, did Fostec make one for the, um, the Chris Vector? There was talk. I don't know if they did yeah. or not. I'm trying to remember. I know that Franklin did one for the B and T guns. I don't know if you guys have gotten into that, um, but but they made one for the B and T guns. I actually have one of those that I'm going to be testing once I get back here. So you've seen those B and T, the Swiss. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they did they did a trigger for that. Yeah, I shot one of those without a binary. Uh, where was it? Up at Atlantic uh, Atlantic Firearms out in like Maryland. They're like mm-hmm. the big AK like distributor or whatever. I shot one out there. Mm-hmm. How'd you like it? What do you think about it? I like it. I like it. It's super compact. Um, it was nice. Uh, it's expensive though. That's the whole thing. Yeah, Crackbot so- says Franklin has one for the ACR. Yeah, that's the thing about it, you know. But it's a lot cheaper than doing everything that it would take to do to have a machine gun. It's not a machine gun though. 
you know, I think we've done like a, there's one video that I have where we did a comparison um, and, and you guys won't find any of these videos on YouTube because they're illegal to be on YouTube. Just FYI, um, they're, they're, they're over on full 30. And uh, I think we try to put them up in some other places. But, you know, yeah, the, the expense is a thing. But think about what it is to get machine guns. Although it's not a machine gun. We did some videos where we compared to see, is this running like a machine gun? Not necessarily. And even that is a good and bad thing. It's kind of like a sweet and sour thing. A machine gun, you pull the trigger, hold it back, it runs out. You know, and you and, and you also have less control with a machine gun. I think with this, you have more control at, because at least you can, you know, if you're thinking about it, do some kind of control with that trigger, right? Because when you pull it, you can hold it back, you know, or, mm -hmm. or you could send it or you could you could click it back over into safety and take it off. You know, hopefully it, it, it is off. I would always keep it in a safe direction when I'm, you know, when I'm taking it off just in case just in case. So that's, I don't know if we went through all the complexities of this. Yeah. You know, I, I think, yeah, I think it's tough, right? Because people, people might want like a, a just cut and dry answer on this stuff. And I don't think it it's exists. Not. Yeah. 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 I don't think it exists. I'm not trying to like favor one thing or the other. I know I've been messing around with, um, you know, with both of them. So CloverTax says, damn it. YouTube keeps signing me out of the chat. <laughs> Bad YouTube. <laughs> Uh, damn, Clover, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm not sure. You know, they're, they're watching you. That's all I could say. Yeah. That's all I could say. Okay, so um, I think we, we covered we covered that. Should we go to the Superman thing real quick? Let's do it. Does anyone want to talk about that, this uh, hashtag uh, Me Too thing? So Henry Cavill, you guys know he's Superman. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how many – have who's seen Stardust? Let's see. Put up your hands. Have you seen the movie Stardust? Negative. No. No, Joe, you've never seen the movie Stardust? I don't think so. With all these daughters with, with Juanita around, I, I would have thought you would have seen this. It Stardust is like a movie. Let me let me look here. 2007. Yeah, it's a fantasy movie. It has Robert De Niro. It's um, it's it's a really good movie, in my opinion. It's really funny. Fantasy. Michelle Pfeiffer, Robert De Niro. I yeah, Michelle. Yeah, it's a really good movie if you haven't seen it. I know it's like a it's in the romantic category, but I think it's really funny. Um, it's you know I put it right up there with the Princess Bride, which is a romantic movie. Whoa, have you guys? Wait, have you have you seen the Princess Bride? Bro, I just made my goddaughter watch it for the first time like six months ago, and it's her favorite movie now. Princess Bride okay. is a national treasure. Yes. I mean, there's like up here, nothing else. I mean, you would, I, I don't, the screen isn't wide enough to go how low anything else would be after Princess Bride. Okay. So you're saying this, but you have not seen Stardust. Correct. Correct. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I seen Princess Bride. And I yeah. Neither one. Way. Yeah. Neither one of you have seen. So I, I think Princess Bride is an awesome movie, right? Right. If it like, it's up there in 100 movies you have to see before you die. Mm hmm. And what I'm telling you that I've seen Stardust several times and I've seen Princess Bride several times. I'm not saying it's better than Princess Bride, but it is up there. It is really, really, really close. Wow. You guys should watch it and then come back on and we will talk right. about it and see whether or not you agree with me. Right. It is a class. I'm a yeah, it's right got, now. Look, Robert De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer, those guys, when, they, when Michelle Pfeiffer and Robert De Niro get up in a movie, that's classic, right? Yeah, what was I the last one? I've never heard of it before. No. What year did it come out? 
2007. Um, yeah. Yes. So there's and there's lots of the story is good. You know, if you like fantasy stuff, it's heavy fantasy. It's not like a heavy romantic kind of thing. And what I'm trying to tell you guys, Henry Cavill's in there. He's up in that movie. Well, play this. Like, is is obviously Andre the Giant isn't going to be in there, but is the Giant from WWE in there? The new. Um, if not, there's no, no point. No, but it has Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> but in 2007, Michelle Pfeiffer, not like. Not like she's still okay. Oh, listen, you're gonna have to watch this movie, okay? I don't know if there's anyone out there to co sign what I'm saying, but Stardust is a good damn movie. You guys need to watch it. It's a good, there's there's stuff on the level of what, like, what you know, in The Princess Bride, when the guy said, um, in matters of, of, of death, you know, never go against a Sicilian, it's got all that kind of stuff in there. You're, you're slicing this movie really hard, and all I can say okay. is inconceivable. <laughs> Yeah. Out where I can pull up the it's a good movie uh, it's a good it movie. looks like um, it looks like it is on Netflix actually you can stream it on yes. Netflix it appears I think so I think that's true it's on Netflix not yeah. Amazon Prime but Netflix it looks like yeah you should check it out both of you should check it out and then when I get back from the uh, rally uh, uh, from the uh, convoy across America then we will we will reconvene and we will have this discussion of whether or not this movie is up on that level because I think it is I think it is and if you have a significant if you have a significant other or in your case uh, Marco some shorty that you're just hitting up at the moment yeah. a side piece I yeah agree. you got a side piece or whatever watch it with said side piece. <laughs> Joe, I'm not even gonna I'm not even trying to get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so this is a good movie for children, then, right? Um, like Princess yes. Bride. Uh, yes, children can watch this movie. Okay. Yes, children can watch this movie, but I, I think everyone can watch it. It's a good movie. Anyway, Henry Cavill, the guy, he's in this movie, and he eventually goes on to become Superman, and he's in this movie. So that's what I'm. That's the first. That's this is the first movie I saw him. Also, by the way, in this movie, the guy who plays Daredevil on in the Marvel series in this movie. Okay. You know, also in this movie, there's at least I think there's at least one, if not two, Harry Potters. I don't know if you guys play the Harry Potter game. I do with my kids. If we look at a movie and someone's in that movie that was in Harry Potter, whoever says Harry Potter first get wins. Uh, you know, gets uh, what is the thing in Harry in Harry Potter the the bonus points or whatever. So I always play that game with my kids. So there's there's people from Harry Potter in there. There's all there's all kinds of good stuff. But Henry Cavill was in here. I think it was. I'm not gonna say it was his first movie, but an early movie before he became Superman. And so there's this article out now, and I'm reading this from People. It says Henry Cavill is scared to flirt with women because he'll be called a rapist or something. <laughs> Henry Cavill triggered a social media backlash over comments he made about how the hashtag MeToo movement has changed the way he he approaches dating. In a new interview with GQ Australia, the Justice League actor 35 revealed that in light of the recent movement, he was hesitant to pursue relationships with women for fear of being called a rapist or something. I'd like to think that I have never been like that, Cavill remarked before adding, that it's only natural to question yourself when putting your past under a microscope. I think any human being 
uh, alive today, if someone casts too harsh a light or anything, you could be like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, when you say it like that, maybe. The actor went on to say stuff has to change. Absolutely. He also spoke about how it's important to retain the good things, which were a quality of the past, like chasing after women. <laughs> he's, so, he's probably just gay. He's probably, he's probably just undercover. That's good. You know what? It's interesting that you say that without watching that movie. That's all I could tell you. <laughs> it's a movie, bro. It's interesting. No, I'm just saying to you, it's interesting that you say that without watching the movie. I can't say anything uh, else. But when you watch the movie, you'll come back and tell me something about it. Well, he he had a girlfriend, stunt woman Lucy Cork. So, I mean, there's that, right? <laughs> yeah, I think there might be a, I think there might be a bunch of things going on here so far as like um, so far as uh, as Cavill's concerned. I think. Um, but I think it's true, right? Uh, there's lots of people nowadays that are, I, I, was, I was just telling my brother-in-law, I hate to go back to him. He's probably not watching this, um, but, uh, and Lola's watching this and I'm talking a lot about her brother, which, you know, you know that never goes well. Right. <laughs> Don't ever talk about your in-laws in matters, <laughs> in matters of family. But, um, you know, he was telling me that and he's like 30 years old and he was like, dude, it's hard out here. It's hard. You know, and um, it is. I feel bad for my kids and people out there that are single, like even my brother, my brother, you know, he's having a really tough time. And I think that's something that's going on with lots of people out there. Lots of people are feeling lonely because we're living in a world where you can't do shit. You can't do or say or, you know, it, it's tough to like to know, um, you know, what's going on. Moobut says he dated the butch UFC girl from Deadpool. There, there was a UFC. What? I don't know what that. I don't, yeah. So I don't know. And then uh, Mia Cia says Henry Cavill was hooked up with Gina Carano for a while. I don't know. So that name sounds familiar. Yeah. So um, and then I see people calling for Gorn. We'll do some Gorn here in a second. But what do you guys think about this? Now, Joe, you obviously are not single. Sure. But what um, do you think about no, this? I can I can see that right. I mean, I can see some some person, be it man or woman, purposefully trying to get with someone for the explicit purpose of, you know, setting them up to get a to get a payday, right? Um, I mean, we have we have uh, who is that? Who is that rapper now that before uh, he he has relations with any woman, he makes him actually sign a contract and it's witnessed? That should be every single damn rapper in existence. (laughs) I forget who it is, but um, (laughs) is it it Fitty? Is it Fitty? I don't know if it's Fitty. I don't I don't know, but it's one of the bigger names. And I I, I don't know if it was something like R. Kelly did after some of his stuff or whatever. I don't know, but there's somebody R. Kelly, R. No, because R. Kelly is fucking anybody. Yeah, R. <laughs> Kelly has a sex camp, Joe. I don't know if you know yeah. about that. I don't know. I I, I don't yeah. remember. Like I said, I'm not into uh, really rap and hip-hop much anymore. Yeah. I'm at least 10 years out of date. You know, all the good music stopped about 10, 15 years ago, probably. Something like that. Yeah. Well, but, I th- go ahead. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, that, that, if, I, if I was a celebrity... And I was single and a celebrity. I would do something like that too. I'd have like you know some kind of be like, hey, you know, 
sorry, but you got to sign this contract. We're going to have to, you know, maybe get it notarized. You have a notary on call, you know, to come up and be like, yeah, I'm consensually agreeing to whatever it is. I mean, that may take the spontaneousness out of it, but what, I mean, at this point, what are you going to do? Right. Cause I mean, there's so many, there's a lot of legitimate claims out there, but then how do you distinguish the ones that aren't? I mean, it's, 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 it's a very difficult place to be in for a celebrity. Yeah. What, what are you going to say to that, Marco? No, I was just saying, I mean, like Joe kind of hit on the head, you know, I mean, like these people live different lives than us, except for you probably ain't cause you probably the only celebrity out here. But, um, you know, like what? You're a wait, 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 go back. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a celebrity because I don't I don't uh-huh. show my face like that. But so you, uh-huh. you're probably the only like primetime celebrity out here. But, um, you know, oh, like, yeah, sure. You do, I don't think so. You do got to look at it differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like if you're dealing with someone who's as famous as you, then probably not. But, you know, if you're just picking up some girl at the club, you you know, it's a different world nowadays. It's it's not the Magic Johnson days where you, you know, or Wilt Ch- Chamberlain or you know things like that. You're not living that lifestyle like that. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it just I'm a I slut. Think, so, like, like what can I say? Yeah, I'm glad you admit it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you didn't have to admit it. I'm pretty sure anyone listening to this already knew. <laughs> Even though <laughs> this is the reason why you're not showing your face. Exactly. <laughs> Because there would be a bunch of there would be a bunch of women up at like baby mamas or something. You know, listen, I think men should always um, my um, my dad always gave me the advice, you know, treat women the way that you would expect someone to treat your mom or your sister and so on. I think men should be respectful. Everyone's responsible for their own honor. Um, you should never force yourself on another human being. All of those kinds of things, I believe. But I do think that it's getting really tough. I mean, I've said it before. There needs to be like a, a dating for gun guys or something, because I think there's a lot of gun people out there that are just like lonely right now. And it's tough to find, you know, not just not just these kinds of things. There's lots of things of women saying, yeah, if you're if you believe in guns, uh, you know, don't even talk to me. If you voted for Trump, don't do you know, I think a lot of that's leading it's going to lead us to a very lonely place. And if you guys want to know what in the future is going to go up, like how Apple went up, look into sex bots. There's going to be a lot of freaking money. <laughs> no, so, I mean, obviously, yeah. like, you know, like, like, I'm a real vulgar person, but I'm not vulgar towards women at all, at all. I mean, like, I mean, like Lola's met me in person. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real courteous person. I, I try to pride myself on that. And, you know, like a lot of it has to do with like your personality and how outgoing you are. And, you know, just say, hey, would you be interested in grabbing some, you know, like, w- like, would you like to go out to dinner? That's all it really takes. But if you're going to beat around the bush and send flowers and do all this other creepy shit, it gets interpreted. I'm sorry. <laughs> it gets mm-hmm. interpreted as creepy. So, you know what I'm saying? Just be straight up like, hey, you want to catch dinner in a movie? And afterwards, if it goes great and you're holding hands, we're like, hey, do you want to Netflix and chill or, you know, Netflix and chill? Great. That's how you figure it out. It, it, you know, it's not, I, I don't have to be vulgar to be a slut. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm not vulgar towards women at all. I'm, I'm vulgar in every, in almost every other aspect of my life, but not towards women. I, I look at it as a, a, approaching women, I look at it as a professional thing. You know what I'm saying? You approach them straight up with an opportunity, an opportunity to grab dinner and see where things go from there. And if you figure yeah. it out, you figure it out. But I mean, if you're saying it's hard, it's probably because you're not trying. Oh, you're probably trying in the ways that she sees it as creepy. 
Yeah. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's difficult. I'm not in the game right now, but I see I, t- I talk to so many people. That's why I'm having a little bit of this discussion before we go into Goran, just so for the people out there who tell me that it's really tough and it's getting worse and all the political correctness and all that is impounding the fact and making it very difficult for people to communicate with each other. You know, and, and this is a situation that we're living in because we're creating these things. Right. And, and what's happening with a lot of us is is basically nature. And I'm not trying to excuse anything that anyone did that was terrible and all that. But to come back to what we were talking about on the top of this, I think even you said it when we were off air. Why the hell is it a big deal of this whole thing with Stormy Daniels and Trump? Like I I you know, it should not be a thing. What two consensual adults do has nothing to do with with us. Mm hmm. Right. We should not be in that. It should not be a thing. It should not be power for for anyone involved. And it should not be leverage to use against anyone. What two consenting adults decide to do, regardless of, you know, whether those people are married or not. It's it's up to you to believe and, and, and uh, be responsible for your own honor and go, OK, well, if I'm married, I'm not going to do this or whatever. Right. But there's all these things that just keep happening and we're we're just like getting flooded with it. And it's becoming worse and worse and pushing everyone further and further away. And I think having the ability to access things um, that we do, which is not bad, but having the ability to access all the things that we do is kind of keeping us as well from doing it, right? It's the reason why women could get on with that stupidness about, oh, if you voted for Trump or if you believe in this thing or that thing, don't get in touch with me because they haven't gotten to that super desperate moment yet. Well, I mean, like, like I also think like it's the way... It's the way men have approached things. I mean, like you said, like you've been out the game for a while, but I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure this happened in your day, uh, you know, like being 18, 19, 21 or whatever and going to the club and a girl walks by and all my friends would, I, 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 I have a bunch of friends that would do this. They would just reach out and try to either like grab the girl's hand. Like, dude, are you really asking her to dance that way? Like, who does that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know this girl. Like you're literally grabbing out and physically touching her. Just, you know, walk up to her, tap her on the shoulder, say, excuse me, you know, <laughs> what's your name? Can I buy you a drink? Whatever. But I, I, it's funny, and I've never seen that move work, and I don't know why people do it. I've never seen that move work. I don't know how they expect it. They're going to reach out, grab her hand, she can turn around and, like, fall in love with you and just, you know, turn around start freaking Yeah, if she does that right for you, she'll do it for any other guy. Yeah, so like, if that worked, you should run away. I've never seen it work. And I and it's funny because, I'll you know, like, you have, like, your wallflower friends that don't dance or whatever. They just stand there, and the girls walk by, and all they do is reach out and grab hands. Grab hands, like, yo what the hell are you doing? (laughs) Like you make me look bad. Stop. Yeah. I think that's how, I think that's how we're getting into the situation that everyone is uh, starting to everyone. I think people are starting to feel the pain a little bit because ultimately as human beings, we've got all, we've got the internet, we've got YouTube, we've got all these different things, but we really do need, there's a part of us that needs to be fed with the human interaction, not just in male, female or, or opposite sex relationships, or I don't know, whatever kind of relationships you want, romantic relationships. But I think also just in people actually talking to each other and you know, that kind of thing, a lot of that is just going away, going out of the world. Before we had all these things stimulating us, we would go out to the bar, right? We would go do something with our, with our buddies. We would somehow get out there and interact with each other. But there's all these things coming into play and it's happening less and less, unfortunately. And you don't know how to interact. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of times, like, who was it? I went out, I went out to a concert with a, fr- uh, with a friend of mine and his little brother. His little brother's probably like 22. 
And literally, like, he talked to her. Instead of exchanging numbers, they exchanged Instagrams and, like, they slid, and they slid into each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. it's like even a phone number nowadays is, like, too personal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, so that's, like, a, and that's an overexposure. That's an overexposure to you might know too much. And then I, and, that, and it's like, like, I saw that maybe like a year and a half ago. And I was like, I'm going to use that. And I used it and it works well for me because as soon as I see how many followers I got, butter, I'm in there. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess that's working for you. All right. Exactly. So yeah, let's move on. Let's move on from this and uh, hit up some Gorn since people, the people want Gorn. Give the people what they want. That's yes. what I say. Okay. So who has the Gorn? Who has, let's see. Um, okay. I can see that uh, it looks like Marco is switching to his Gorn cam. This is the Gorn camera right here. I see a Glock on the table. It's a Glock 19 MOS with a with a Vortex Viper on there. Okay, cool. And what is the the light on there? It's an enforced light. Okay, very nice. Very nice. Enforced light. And always always in a 30-round mag. Hashtag 30s on everything. That's a hashtag I started. So hashtag 30s on everything. I don't give a shit about printing because I can't carry. But when I go to Virginia and I do carry... I still don't give a shit about printing. Okay. So 30s on everything. Nice. Nice. Okay. So uh, let's switch over to Joe here. Joe is showing his pride and joy. It right is. Now. It is. I uh, There it is. Now you can tell the colors are fairly close here. And that lighting coming off of the window there is skewing the stock. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, uh, this is the latest build that I'm working on that I just got done now. Um, Whose rail is that? What's that? Whose rail is that? This is uh, the lower, the upper, and the rail are from Spikes Tactical. Uh, This is their sandbox builders set. So it comes with the lower, the upper, and the rail. And then you add all the components. uh, It's a stripped upper, lower, and thing. And you just add whatever components you want. Well, I shouldn't say it's fully stripped because it does come with the uh, forward assist. So, but. um, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't be happier with how this thing's turned out. Um, digging this new 510 Elite Hollow Sun uh, green dot as well. I didn't I didn't think I was going to be, I was going to like the green as much as I did. And I almost went with red, but so many people asked about the green. I'm like, well, what the hell, I'll give it a try. And I'm really good to switch it up. Like, like, yeah, I don't have anything green, but I, I, I would want something green. I don't like the ones that switch between red and green. I, I either want it to be all green or all red. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. The uh, Vortex had a, I think it was a strike fire that you could switch between red and green, and it, it was nowhere near bright enough at either one, and I didn't think the dot was good enough anyway. This is just as crisp and clear as their regular uh, red version reticle. Um, it looks perfect. I mean, it is a perfect reticle on here, you know, as close to perfect as you can get. Even I have a slight stigmatism in my uh, right eye. That makes, you know, it's some of the aim points, EOTechs, they, there's a lot of star bursting. Not a lot, but there's visible star bursting to me. For whatever reason, and I talked with Lewis with Hollow Sun, and he explained why theirs aren't as pronounced as some of the other ones, some kind of proprietary technology they have. And looking through it, it actually seems to be the case. But there's going to be a full review out on this and this, and we're going to throw another optic on here. Um, and this 6 to 24 power from right on which I just used on this other guy here for some preliminary accuracy testing. This is a match barrel from Faxon on here. The good old Geisley G. Is that the three gun? Three gun? Is that the three gun trigger? No, this is the uh, SD. 
enhance, the uh, super dynamic enhanced. So it's uh, it's a two stage trigger, but it's got their flat uh, Geisley bow on here. And uh, I'm digging that as well. I, I think still my favorite trigger from them is that super tricon, which is kind of a modified curve that has a little bit of ribbing on it. It's a little rounded and, and ribbed. Uh, so, yeah, the super tricon is still probably my favorite, but this is actually a pretty cool trigger. My favorite, favorite trigger from Geisley is their SSP. And I think I saw a post about them on Instagram about a month ago. They, they were contemplating coming out with a flat uh, SSP. That's their single stage. It is out. They, uh, well, I don't oh, they drop? But it's on the website now. I, oh, have an SSP, I have an SSP that I really like. Love the SSP. I would love to see in that flat bow when it comes out. Okay. If it's not out already, it could be out now. But, I mean, it, it is on their website. Yeah, Armament and Axis says uh, ribbed for Joe's pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was kidding. I'm like, well, we'll see if anybody catches that. Hey, yeah, so uh, I got a question for both of y'all because I've, I've listened to both of y'all for a while. And I, uh-huh. I, I watch Joe's lives and, I, of course, I watch Hank's show. You guys always pronounce it facts on. Is it really facts on or is it faxing? I think it's faxing, facts on. Facts on. Yeah, no, you say facts on all the Yeah, time. I say facts on. But you yeah. say a lot of things funny though. Yeah, I know. Um, I think it's faxon. Yeah, I think it is faxon. I just can't I help it. I say, I yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call Pat. I'm, I'm gonna have to call Pat. Like, yo, what is it? Yeah. Well, because well, it's named after the owners. Yes, by the way, shout out to Ghost Tactical. He's also in the chat. Um, it's named after the, the owner. Ghost. Yeah, the owner is Robert. Uh, and I'm assuming it's Faxon, but I call him Robert Faxon. He's been on the show. Yeah. I, I, want, I can't remember if he corrected me when he was on the show or not, but he's a nice guy, so he probably wouldn't if I was saying it wrong. I'm going I'm, I'm to shoot, shoot them a message, uh, actually, before I do the review on this barrel and make sure I'm getting the name right, because I, yeah. I had to work on getting Geisley correct uh, as well. So yeah. I had to right. practice that one a few times. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it happens to everyone. It happens, yeah. it happens to the best of us, me included. Okay, so let me see. I Lola brought in something. This is something I borrowed. I actually borrowed this from Tony from Big Daddy Guns. Boom. Look at that. Oh, the calico. Yeah, I got uh, yeah, to get this back to him. But uh, <laughs> Is that a 22 or 9? Uh, no, 9. This is 9. Oh, snap. 100-round barrel, actually. Hundred, 100s on everything. Yeah, hundreds on everything. Yeah. So there you go. Calico. Uh, you know, what was that Drake line? I bring calicos to the Alamos. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Drake killed. Drake I, killed I, want, I don't know why, yes. but I want one. Yeah. I want one really bad. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Actually, um, when this came into the store and and um, and I saw it was in the store, I told him, I was like, dude, you have to put this in your collection because this is legendary. Yeah. Yeah. This is legendary status right here. So imagine that, like with a binary, you'd be sharp. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's got he's got it in there. I I'm trying. No, I don't think we shot. We even shot this yet. But it's a really cool gun. I can't believe really you cool shoot gun. that thing. Ah, uh, yeah, man. There's so many guns to shoot. What can I tell you? <laughs> you know, but it's it's really cool, man. I've got to figure out how to even load that magazine. Hey, time out, but what's up with that hang time sticking out the back of your head, bro? The what? You got a little hang time sticking out the back of your head. What do you call? Got a little hang time. What? What is? I don't know what that means. <laughs> your little part of your mohawk. You got a little hang time. Oh, right here. Oh, yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. That's my hair. That looks that's like my a, hair right there. It's like a mini man bun. It's like a mini man yeah, fro. 
that's what happens to my hair. I mean, you don't want to see how my hair looks right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what happens. You know, that's how my hair is. Let's not get into that conversation <laughs> all over again. <laughs> so here we go. Okay, Joe's back. I don't know. I'm hoping you guys have more Gorn. So Joe's back no, I'm now. I'm done. To the, I ain't playing anything else. Uh, I do. Okay, I do. Joe's back Gorn. to the Palmetto. Gorn life, yeah. So this is that uh, Palmetto State Freedom, uh, the Freedom Upper, the Nitride Upper, and then their MOE Complete Lower. I got both these in separately uh, to save the 11% excise tax they put on here. And this is for that sale they had that there's actually the, the other one sale came with the freaking enhanced polish trigger and the uh, uh, Magpul Embus site for it's like 450 bucks for their Independence Day sale. So this review just went live yesterday. I want to say it was yesterday. Yesterday? The day before? I don't know. Yesterday or the day before this review went live. We go over reliability, uh, accuracy testing. Uh, that's actually why the thing is off of this. The last part of it I did was run this 6 to 24 power optic on here uh, to, uh, to to group this guy out with uh, different uh, different grains of ammo and stuff. It's one and seven twist on here. Um, I had to tell you for 450 bucks or even at the, you know, the other sale price, they have a 499 delivered. This is, you couldn't, you can't ask for more in this price point for what you're looking at. I mean, I, I haven't had a single malfunction with this thing yet. Um, it's just, it is a great little package and probably for most shooters, you know, if, especially for your occasional shooter who is going to go out you know, a couple times a year and isn't going to be shooting groups with it. They're just going to throw a red dot on it and shoot it at hundred yards. There you go. And, you know, I mean, if you want to dump as many rounds as you can through it, it's, it just runs. Yeah. I gotta say they're, 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 they're doing things right down there with this line at least. Yeah. Um, you know, on the subject of Palmetto state, boom, here's a nine millimeter from Palmetto state that we got. And the video, I think the video is probably going to come out on this. It's going to come out in the next couple of days. And uh, so we were testing this. They sent this to us so we could test it. Mm-hmm. Nine millimeter from them uh, using the Glock magazine. And, oh, uh, you know, we tested it. It works. I'm going to put out that video. And then when that video goes up, we are going to start the campaign of giving this away. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. This bad boy is going to go to someone out there. So you guys should just uh, stay tuned for that. Someone out there is going to get this. You know, of course, you've got to be in HankStrange.tv if you want to get this. That's how that works. So well, I, and, and, huh? I'm going to be watching my emails. Yes, you are in HankStrange.tv. I don't know if Marco's got his uh, email up in there. but Bro, I don't sign up for anyone's emails. Yeah. Like my, my last yeah. job made me fucking hate. I'm sorry. Made, made me hate emails. Hank okay. doesn't spam anybody out. Hank sends out about his met. E- well, he sends out what one email every one, ten one, days, maybe. Yeah, once a week, once a week or so, yeah, like on Fridays. Week. Yeah, I send out an email once every ten days. Sign up for our emails. In fact, that's a perfect opportunity. Go to HankStrange.tv right now and sign up for Hank's newsletter. And then when you're done, go to 13c.us and sign up for mine. There you I'm, go. I'm, <laughs> I'm juggling three one different emails. Email. I'm juggling. <laughs> I'm juggling three different emails right now, and I still hit unsubscribe to like <laughs> five a day. <laughs> yeah the, wor- the worst thing about going to shot show is getting auto enrolled to companies that send you emails like i don't even talk to this company never even heard of them nothing and i'm like yeah. getting emails i'm like unsubscribe unsubscribe that's horrible i can't i cannot stand that yeah and i go to like yeah. five or six events a year so it's it's bad 
Yeah. Well, what we're doing with it, this is how we're commuting, communicating directly with people. That's the whole point. And in that, I actually give away my number. So when we send out those emails, I give out my number. People can text me. I get people texting me all the time while we're having this conversation. People are sending me messages. People can call me on it. You know, there you go. So um, I, 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 it's a two way situation. I believe in those, you know, two way street. I think we should have those kind of situations going on. But that's it's a prerequisite of winning the gun, though. For anyone that's interested in it, stay tuned for that. It's going to come out on the, the YouTube slash Hank Strange, and we're going to have it up there for a period of time, and then we're going to give it away to someone through that. The so, Palmetto State? Yep. Sharp. Yeah. So, you know, that's my Gorn. Do you have any other Gorn, Joe? I know. I no, know. This, uh, this is this is the, the main thing I'm fascinated with right now that I'm running with. Huh. Yeah, look, what do you think about this for some going right there? The Kuntas? Yeah, look at that. What? Lola bought me this toy and I broke it up a long time ago. It was like a really high-end model. (laughs) And this, you can, um, let me see, you can open the doors on this thing, actually. You can open up everything on it. Let me see, my fingers are too fat right now to, uh, to open the doors, but let's see if I can get this to open. Got to like push the button. There we go. All right. So check that out. Look. Sharp. Doors actually open up. And if you, you go in there, you can actually turn the wheel. Look at that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, and a whole bunch of other stuff opens like that opens. And then the, uh, I think you can open that. You can open, the, you can up, see the engine up in there. Hey, yo. Oh, so, hey, so, so speaking of cars, like is Lola riding with you during the uh, tour or are you riding solo the whole time? Yeah, I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo. Are, are you going to drive the whole thing or just? Yeah. Park? Yeah. I'm driving all the way starting in Leesburg on uh, next Monday on the 16th. And wow. then I think the next day we'll be in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And then, and then we're going to Alabama the next day. And then we're going to Austin, Texas. And then we're going to, I think Colorado, Utah, um, Las Vegas and California. So, yeah. <laughs> what are you carrying? Like, since you're going to end up in uh, Cali, you can't take um, it. Yeah, I, I'm just probably going to carry what I usually do, my my uh, G43. Okay. Yeah, I think when I get to Cali, I have to lock it up and put it in the trunk yep. or something. Yeah, right? so so make sure you have a lock a lock case. Like, pretend like you get on the plane. That's basically how, like, how it's got to go. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. <laughs> you're good until so you crazy. get there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, yes, I'm driving all the way. Every, drive, somewhere somewhere along the way. Basically? Yeah, driving up there, driving back. So I'm driving something that looks like this a little bit. I know what you're driving. Yeah, looks like this a little bit. So You, you wish. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so you wish it looked like I was an R8. It's cool, but it ain't no Kuntosh. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. A <laughs> exactly. I would much rather have a Kuntosh out there. But the, but the R8 is way more practical. What's your uh, like? What's your mileage on that, Joe? Um, what do you mean? How many miles I've put on it, or the gas mileage? Gas mileage. Like, what are you getting per gallon? Um, so, you typically driving around in town and stuff like that, I get eighteen and a half. The other day, I was getting twenty driving around. Oh snap! That's good. It depends, it depends on how you drive it because it cuts off cylinders. It's a V ten. Okay. But it, it it cuts off cylinders, and then on the highway, I've seen it go up to like twenty three. How big is your tank? Yeah. Um, is, is it sixteen? 
Because I was about to say, like, I mean, like, if you're going to be the guy, if you're going to be the guy out there who's constantly running out of gas first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Not in that thing. I mean, if you put your foot down on it and drive, you know, if I if if I put it in what's called obnoxious mode, absolutely. Do you have a launch mode on that thing or no? Yes, there is launch mode. Oh, there is launch mode. So okay, so so you you got something like a Countach. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think look, styling and awesomeness and classicness of yeah. a Countach, it is not right because nothing stands in that category practicality and all that like as a practical uh thing i think it's it's way above that so technology has come a long way in uh in these times so let's see daily that's your daily driver or do you you have a bucket uh yeah my bucket is a ram rebel (laughs) no you're not your bucket (laughs) (laughs) that's what i drive when i actually have to carry a bunch of stuff you know, so yeah, that's my that's pretty much my daily driver. I haven't driven it the last couple of days because I got it detailed and it's sitting. I have a garage right next to me here in this building that I could like pull cars you mean into. Your chicken wire? Your chicken wire? No, 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 no. No, that's at home. But here, this is like an actual garage. I've shown some video of it, but there's actual garage door here, and I could pull several vehicles into this place. So one of the things I hope to do as we go forward is have like my cars, other people's cars in here. Do I'm going to do more car stuff. So Richard Hughes says a donk. I wish I would like to have a donk. I want to have all kinds of different cars in my life. So I would love to have a donk, you know, so there you go. All right. Let's uh, I, I want to start wrapping up here. Joe, did you want to did you want to show us one more thing or you're mm-hmm. good? Good on coverage there. You, you stayed with us the whole two hours, man. I thought you were breaking out. I did. I did. I don't know. Well, you know, I get on here. It's too much fun. I run out. I I forget. I lose track of time, even though there's a clock right there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. You know what? Let's start wrapping it up. Uh, Joe, what kind of stuff do you have uh, going on, man? Where can people find out about you and get in touch with you? And so the main place is the website, 13c.us, 13cgunreviews.com. You can get links to the YouTube, Full30, Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine yards there. Um, everything else. So, um, that's the best place. This Palmetto state one just went live. I mean, if you're curious of a bunch, I mean, I had a ton of questions on this. I think I answered all of them. It wound up being a 25 minute video. So longer than what I normally do, but I tried to cover everything in that one video. This will be going through several different iterations and videos as we cover all the different components. So I'm going to do one just dedicated to all the Geisley stuff that's in here. One of the facts on stuff, facts and, um, <laughs> one course to the build itself and you know all the stuff that's in here so um uh oh the site on the this is the hollow sun uh 510c elite with the green dot and fde uh it's basically all titanium um and then the backup iron sights are the troy sock c iron sights actually are thin enough that they fold flat in the back to line right up with your uh back top there and the front that's pretty cool locking features. So I, I only rock Troy iron sights. It's the only iron sights that I use. They, that, that's, that's something Troy is known for is their sights. I mean, that, that's what made the company is the durability and strength of their sights. This is my first experience with the SOC C low profile sights, but, um, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty pleased with how this guy has turned out. Yeah. Very cool. By the way, I see CB says he's been looking at getting an Audi TT. I think Audi makes, you know, really cool cars. And the, the, um, I had a TTRS, which was really awesome. I think it was really awesome. One of the things about Audis, I would say, and I don't know if this is for all European cars, 
but they really smell delicious. I don't know if that's it's a thing I noticed. They smell good. I don't know. Womp, yeah. Womp. Yeah, <laughs> they smell good, man. There's some cars that smell really like the plastics and everything in there smell really bad, hmm. you know, especially if you're sensitive and stuff like that. So there you go. But I think Audi's putting a lot of good features in their cars. So um, I, I see that, you know, that brand growing and growing in popularity in America. So I would definitely choose them over BMW and Mercedes, in my opinion. So I know that's just I'm get, I'm getting I'm plugging something for cars one more again, huh? I'm I'm with opt out of gun control. He just got a he says he just got a Trailhawk. I was actually looking at a Trailhawk, but it wait was a, a second, loop. wait 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 wait. He said he got a Trailhawk. Yeah, it was it was a little smaller than what I needed, um, so I wound up going with that Grand Cherokee Overland. But I mean, I'm I'm more of a I like the utility. I like a little creature comforts. That's why I went with what I did. But I mean, I want a little more functionality. Yeah. Um, opt out of gun control. You need to bring that Trailhawk to the Hacienda, my friend. I, I want to see that thing. That's badass. Yeah. I would love to do. I would love to do a a, a video with the Trailhawk. Okay. Yeah. So our our special guest here is Marco from Gun Channels. <laughs> no special. No special. <laughs> Just so, an average dude. Uh, not at all. Not at all. I don't think so. You guys don't know the full blast. One, I don't know if he's ever going to give us the full blast, but, you know. Um, so, Marco, how can people – you're only on Instagram, right? Basically, I'm not old enough to be on Facebook because as soon as my mom got on Facebook, I got off of it. Oh. <laughs> all right. So how do people uh, follow you? All right. So best way to follow me is on Instagram. My Instagram is at gunchannels underscore. Uh, check out gunchannels.com as well. Um, this is the first time I've hung out this long with Joe and we haven't pounded a bottle of bourbon together. So props to me and him. That, that is true. This is, I thought things felt a little weird. Yeah. Uh, normally, normally there's a lot of bourbon involved in most of our conversations, but, um, I was in person always. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, shout out, shout out to Hank. Thanks for having me on here. Uh, the one thing I do want to say is, uh, keep an eye on my Instagram me and Sam from Forge for Freedom are working on a new T-shirt design. Nice. Uh, for a lot of you that don't know, I'm the one that released the uh, "You Suck" T-shirt and patch. So you can check you can check those out on ForgeForFreedom.com. By the way, thank you, appreciate it. You know, I, I, I did that for the culture. So um, you know, check out uh, ForgeForFreedom.com. And the hint that I'm going to drop about the new T-shirt design is it's going to be 45 AARP related. So. If you like, if you like funny I like jokes, going already. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, okay. Check it out. It, it'll be yeah. available on uh, Forge of Freedom soon. We're working on design right now, so not sure when it's going to go up. But keep an eye on my Instagram. Their link is usually in my bio. Right now, I got this show's link in my bio. But um, yeah, and it's it's in this it's in this description uh, or should be. Yeah, Forge of uh, Freedom is all over the place, you guys. That's where that's where the shirt comes from, right there. Yep. So uh, yeah. Joe, also, I've talked this. I've talked to. Indeed, Indianapolis Parks and Recreation Services already. I got a hold of them. So yeah. uh, this NR, this year's NRA convention, um, I, don't, I don't know if any of you guys have heard Coleon Noor talk about a charity basketball game, but that's actually my original idea that I approached him with. So um, it looks like it's really, really going to happen this year. Uh, so looking you, at, you did have luck there. I, I, I've been putting out feelers and some different things there, but you actually had luck going with the uh, Parks Department? Parks Department right now, and right now it's a matter of locking down the venue because it's the venues that they have that are immediately close to the convention center 
are either outdoors or they're too small indoors. So um, I actually talked to Coley on the earlier today, told me he's going to give me a call back tomorrow uh, so we can kind of discuss and kind of plan out logistics as far as what kind of turnout we're expecting and, uh, you know, go from there. Because outside would be a bigger crowd, but, I mean, who knows if it's, if it's going to be raining that particular day in April and we can't call that now. So don't not really sure what we, you know, like what can go about. And, of course, you know, there's the bigger of a venue, the more cost there is. And the more people that show up, then you got to add security to that. So uh, me and Colin Noir are in talks about that. But it looks like it's going to happen in Indiana basketball country. And it looks like it's really going to go down this year. So I'm happy about that. Cool, cool. I mean, I can't play basketball at all, but I will absolutely come hang out. Bro, nah. Put it this, like, like, like everyone on the team is going to be from social media. So you might get drafted. Okay, then that, you might you might get trapped. That team is losing, but okay. I don't give a shit. You can yeah. show up in like little platform shoes and show yeah. up there. It, it's all right, Hank. We can be on opposite teams and we'll negate each other. Yeah, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, um okay, very cool. Uh, so Husay wants to know if it's DMV2A on Instagram. It's not, right? What's the that, Instagram? So, that's my personal Instagram. Um I, okay. I, I don't show my face on there either, but yeah, I, I haven't posted on there in about a year and a half. Cause I just okay. got caught up in, in the other one, but my personal, uh, so the real Instagram is gun channels underscore. There's an underscore at the end of it. Um, that's, that's my real Instagram. Okay. So there you go. Gun channels underscore for Marco. We'll have Marco back on again. Of course, we'll, we'll have Joe back on again. Um, we probably need to wrap it before Lola starts, uh, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta go out to dinner myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So thanks to both of you guys for coming on. Thanks for everyone here for hanging out with us. Uh, I think we had a good time. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's the final show until whenever I get back from this trip. So you guys better tune in tomorrow, man. It's Bro, like when you be taking these week breaks, I don't got nothing to listen to. In the car. Like, <laughs> I, I try to listen to you live a lot of times, right? And but like, like I'd say about sixty percent of the time, it's just because I mean traffic is really bad around here. Mm-hmm. And like, so I, I can like going like 10 miles will take me 40 minutes easy. And um, bro, like you're a lifesaver. But when you be off, like for those weeks at a time, I got no entertainment. Oh, damn. OK, you know what? I'm going to start doing some best ofs. But, you know, there are there is the uh, it's on iTunes. We've got it on um, on Spreaker now, Spotify, all those kinds. Of, you should be able to find it. We should actually be able to find the audio versions. I know you've listened to probably all of them. Most of appreciate, yeah. But uh, maybe I need to like work out some best ofs or something like that when we're gone. But yeah, it's gonna be tough. I'm gonna make videos and things like that when I'm on the road, and I'm gonna try to go live from all these different places as long as the internet lets me do it. Unfortunately, we're not gonna be able to do this kind of a format, but we will be back. I'm gonna be back. I mean, that's what I got all of this stuff going on here. So watch all the old stuff, listen to all the old stuff, you know, share. Um, I'm, I'm posting up on my social media, the backlogs of the old things. Go back and listen to some of the old ones like episode one, you know. Let, let me know what your favorite episodes are and we'll do some best of. With Voda? <laughs> yeah. Episode Is it Voda or Vada? I, don't, I could care. I, know. It's, I know it's faxing. It's yeah. definitely not fax on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. All right. That being said, we're out of here. Thanks a lot to Marco from Gun Channels for coming on. Thanks a lot to Joe from 13C Gun Reviews. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. And Joe, you're going to do your uh, Instagram live tomorrow, right? Friday? Yeah. Tomorrow night. Uh, Friday night. night. Turn 8 Central. All right. Very cool. All right, guys, we're out of here. See you tomorrow. Peace. All right. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Have a great night.